Okay. Can you not hear me at all? No, uh, barely, 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 barely. You're muffled. You're muffled. Good. Good muffled. Um, well, Dan, the affiliate owner. My, my, uh, oh, there we go. Wait a second. Nope. Bad again. Well, Dan uh, works the audio. I got more details on the Paper Street Coffee deal. Check this out. Uh, buy one seven-ounce bag of tea and get two more for free only on Black Friday. So it's three bags of tea for the price of one. That's only going to be for one day, it looks like. That's a crazy deal. We should try to put them out of business. Uh, four different teas, four different gourmet teas. Hey. hey, Caleb, what's up, dude? Oh, I'll send you the notes, Caleb. Caleb, what's that called when someone is um like late, but it's just like by a little bit? It's like fashionably late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. You're you're fashionably late. What's the is this better, Savon? Uh, yeah, I can hear you now. It's horrible. Sounds like you're in a tin can, but it's better than it was before. Something was wrong before. Like, like maybe there was earwax in the mic or something. What am I doing? Oh, I need a note. Compose. Caleb. Caleb Beaver. Matt Susan. Dan, pronounce your last name for me. Dan Thiessen. The gym is called. Oh, yeah. What is it? Thiessen. Oh, no way. No way, Danny. No way, buddy. No way. Take your time. Take your time. Can you? I can't hear him at all. Could you hear him, Caleb? That was bad, right? It was pretty bad, yeah. You're like, it's all right. I talk to you tomorrow, now you're frozen. <laughs> now you turned into that is crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's you. Oh, uh, hey, can you hear me at all? I can hear you. Oh, now it's me. Oh, now it's me. <laughs> Here, how about now? Better? It's good. I think it was echoing off of his laptop or whatever computer he's using. That was nuts. Um, sounds Dang. I had some buttons. I just moved them around. <laughs> I think Dan's frozen again or he's pissed. Or both. <laughs> Dan's like, what the fuck is happening? Autobots. Roll uh, oh my wow. I wish I could tell you what was going on. He might be on a really old computer or something. Or a PC. 
Yeah. I can't hear him at all. Oh, he's muted. Oh, I, yeah, I muted him because it was just reverberating. Oh, so when he comes on, we turn into Autobots. Right, because it's just echoing off of his Do computer. Do really you think Dan's really an AI? You know what? Probably. Dan, do you have a phone? Maybe you could use a phone. Do you have an iPhone? Okay. Yeah, maybe log out of your computer. Sweet. Look, he looked like he got a new one. Me and him have similar taste in case. Did you see that? That's a good. That's a good. You'll have to use Safari, Dan. Safari or Chrome? I don't think Chrome will pull up your like a stream on there. Every time I've used it, it's told me to go to Safari. Oh, interesting. And on computers, it's Chrome. Right. Makes no sense. You sound fine even when he's unmuted. No, we sound like Autobots. What are you talking about? Yeah. Dude, last night's show was wild. That was a great show. <laughs> it was all over the place. It was cool, though. Uh, Cave Dastro says, these are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> these are not the droids you're looking for. All right, we'll leave a spot open. Uh, we'll leave a spot open. Nope, we, we already took his spot. There was a clip I wanted to play last night. Shit, I might as well play it now um, from Greg's uh, show. Um, oh, no, it was on the Zachary. Was it the Zachary Kadatz show? Oh, yeah. I was going to show you this last night. This is because uh, Zachary's into movement videos. So I was going to play this. Going to sit this. in the back seat in the middle, legs wide open. You are going to sit with your legs together on your partner's lap. And then you're going to take your elbows over the insides of the front seat to kind of like pull your weight up. And then you can come up and down. What's great about this position is you can also grab the headrests, lean back and do some grinding. Or you can even lean back over one shoulder of your partner and grind like this. Your partner is going to sit in the back seat in the middle, legs wide open. You are going to sit with your legs together on your partner's it's a crazy, lap, and then you're going to take your elbows. It's a crazy. It's over like over insides. Of what the if the CrossFit Games had movement standards like this, like an explanation? <laughs> <laughs> to kind of like probably be way less confusing. God, uh, Austin Hartman, this woman needs Christ. No, you need her. Yeah, what do you mean? That would be. Or Je maybe Jesus needs her. I'm going to burn in hell for that one. Hey, what's up, Dan? Is this better, Savon? Oh, money. Amazing. Man. Jeez, money. good thing I good thing I have a wife who understands how to work this kind of stuff. What what do you, were you on a computer? What what do you what do you think? Yeah, no. I have a brand new MacBook Pro, so oh. I, I was ready to throw it through the window, but I think we got yeah. it figured out. Yeah. Yeah, too expensive to throw through the window. No, well, definitely too expensive. Yeah. Are, are you still on the computer now? Yeah, I'm on the computer now. I just switched. It must have been the headphones I had in. Okay, so, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you so every, everything's good. Okay, cool. Thank you. Hey, um, awesome. you you own uh, CrossFit Radio <laughs> Radix Gym, but it's CrossFit Radix. Uh, Radix, Radix. Yeah, Radix. yeah, yeah. Okay, it was one of the. I just see the X, and I'm like, don't even dare to try to say it. CrossFit. Oh, Radix. Yeah. yeah, CrossFit yeah. Radix, and that's yeah. in Canada. That's in Canada, yeah, about 30 minutes outside of downtown Toronto, the GTA. And you've had the affiliate for 10 years? Uh, we're eight years now, eight-year affiliate owners, my wife and I. 
um, did you guys uh, start it from scratch or did you buy it from someone? No, we, we started from scratch. My wife is actually like OG CrossFit. So she did her L1 in California in 2008 with Dave Castro, uh, Bosman. So she she's a... Dude, I, I probably OG. did. Yeah, I, I bet you I was there at that one if it was in California in 08. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you remember whose gym she did it at? Rach, what gym was that? What? That you did your L1. One World. One World. Dude, I was a hundred percent there. Hey, hey was that the word? Was that was the one where did she hear when Dave said, "Hey, this is the ninety-five pound bar for men, and this is the sixty-five pound bar for women and pussies"? <laughs> were you that? Was he calling me old? No, no, no. That's where he said that shit. That's where he would say that shit. He said, "I've heard him say it in that gym." Uh, so he's asking if uh, Dave said this is the 95 pound bar for men and this is the 65 pound bar for the pussies. Oh, and women <laughs> is <laughs> I've heard him say that at at One World back in the day in 2008. I'm sure I was at your uh, level one. I'm sure I probably was filming or well, something. Yeah, they 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 filmed all those Dave Castro videos for his talk. Like the ones that made it onto the CrossFit Journal were filmed there at that. Yeah. Uh, at that certain because it was like the first one without Glassman. It was like the first one. And we were like, no, we're too late. We missed Glassman. Hey, do you remember him saying that? They lined up I all don't. the night. Oh darn. <laughs> it was so crazy. And I remember because I was just this just this crazy sensitivo from Berkeley. I was like, this is totally unacceptable. You can't, you can't talk to people like this. Wow. So much in process was unacceptable back then. But I mean, like <laughs> that's where the fun was. Crazy. All right. Thank you. Great. Great to talk to you. Wow. What's her what's her name, Dan? That's Rachel. Rachel. Oh, she's fine. Yeah. You did good. Good job. Oh, dude. I, I killed it. So I uh uh met we met at a CrossFit gym uh that she was managing in 2012. And I had just stopped uh I just retired from uh kickboxing. So I was getting ready to fight in uh, a style of kickboxing called uh, low kick. Um, for the national championships and during that fight camp i got uh concussed really bad for about i think at that point the fifth time in my life um and so i was in a bad place for months after that i couldn't function i couldn't work out for the first time since i was like 15 years old uh, and i didn't know what to do with myself and uh, one of my buddies he sent me a link and he's like listen these dudes compete in working out you just got to work out nobody's going to punch you in the face so that was my first time. <laughs> that was my first time Googling, like, okay, what is CrossFit? Where, like, where is one of these, you know, gyms around me? And so I found uh, my local box and uh, I emailed the owner. And the owner at the time there, he was a big powerlifter dude, big, strong guy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this dude is going to like show me how to get strong. I've been kickboxing forever. So I was always cutting weight and never. Ward? Was it Jesse Ward by any chance? no no uh yeah so he uh yeah so i was like super excited for the like i had spent five months pretty much not being able to do too much and getting my head right again and officially retiring from kickboxing after spending you know a good decade doing that kind of stuff um and so uh i emailed him i told him who i was i was excited he he uh convinced me that I needed to do 10 PTs. I said, okay, I'm like, I'm in. 
So I bought 10 PTs. I showed up to the gym ready for this big, big, strong dude to show me what's up. And this little girl comes up to me and she's like, hi, I'm Rachel. And uh, I'm going to teach you how to CrossFit. And I almost laughed in her face. But I was like, this little girl is like, she has no idea what I've been through in the last 10 years of what I'm capable of. And she's going to show me. And dude, an hour later, I was begging to get punched in the face again. (laughs) She tore me a whole new world. It was unbelievable. You ended up dating and marrying and having kids with your personal trainer. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little boy's dream. Good job. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we, uh, we opened up the affiliate eight years ago. I actually proposed to her on the grand opening and then, um, it was like it was everything we wanted to do together and love together and now we have three boys who are growing up in the gym and kind of crossfit became this thing that brought everything in my life into where it should be and end up which is uh, pretty cool are your boys doing martial arts yeah so my uh my six-year-old he uh that's him they're doing some thrusters yeah. uh he he does bjj um my, one of my best friends marcio owns the local uh jujitsu uh gym and so he goes to bjj uh at least a couple times a week he does gymnastics and those Marcio are my is, twi- a, is a brazilian immigrant to the country great country of canada yeah yep from Rio. yeah, yeah. he's awesome so i do jujitsu there as well sometimes um i don't do it as much anymore but um he goes all the time my twins will go once they're old enough to go I think it's the perfect way for them to be introduced to that whole world. Dude, hundred percent. Hey, um, so t- tell me the age of your kids. So my oldest is turning six and then my uh, twins are uh, turning two in January. So you're, you're kind of doing what I'm doing. I got, I got mine are two years apart. Yours are four years apart, but I got an oldest and twin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We follow the Instagram. My wife sends me stuff from your, uh, from your boys all the time look what they're doing so dude, crazy. Inspired. congratulations yeah thanks dude it's amazing i love those kids more than anything man like it's the greatest blessing in life i i'm i'm, I'm sure you've heard this a thousand times so i'll just pile on dude it's only going to get better i can't wait I can't it, it sounds unbelievable. I mean, you're going to love every second of it, but last night I was going to bed and I was looking at them and I'm like, this is nuts. I mean, I just partied so hard with the three of them yesterday. It's crazy. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I, yeah. It's cool. I just, I can't wait for the jujitsu tournaments and uh, I'm excited for when the twins get old enough where they all beat each other up. Like it's just going to be absolute bloodbath. Um, my kids have uh, been doing tennis for three years, and it was only until basically the last couple of weeks that they can all play together now, right? Oh, the the cool. nine-year-old, they can actually rally with the, the nine-year-old. Well, the nine-year-old and the six-year-old that's almost seven, they can all rally. So I can just sit in a lawn chair at the tennis court, and they can just play, you know what I mean, king of the court. Yeah. So, that's the best. Yeah, you're going to have a great time. Um, So, so you, you open a gym, and, and why do you guys open a gym? Well, that was the, that was all I knew. That was all she knew. So it's all we both of us ever wanted to do on our separate paths. Um, actually, before I started going to the CrossFit gym, I was going to open up my own uh, like strength and conditioning facility. At that point, I'd been training all the fighters at the gym I was at uh, as their strength and conditioning coach. So that's 
what I wanted to do. And then, you know, once you get bit with the CrossFit bug, it's over. So it just changed my whole trajectory of what, what I saw I could do with people, what, um, just like how I, I, how I train my fighters for fights. Uh, even still to this day, I'm, I train a lot of pro boxers and I'll use something like the ghost that Dave Castro wrote for, uh, uh, Guerrero, who is a former WBC world champion boxer, uh, I'll use that workout, like exact workout, and I'll give my pro boxers that workout to do as part of their camp. And we have times on that workout. Um, and we know, like, as they get closer to a fight, uh, they're going to be in shape if they can hit a certain amount of uh, reps on that workout. So, yeah, this is the ghost here. And uh, we do this and I switch out the rowing for echo bike calories as well. Sometimes just to, I like this motion for, especially for boxers, but um, it's a cool video they have. You can find it on YouTube of Guerrero doing the workout um, at the beginning of camp with Castro. I think, the, I think they're at the ranch and then they do it again uh, in the middle and end of camp and just how much better and how much fitter he got through that camp for a world championship fight. And he was going 12 rounds. So six rounds is like, uh, I'd say an average uh, pro boxer will fight six rounds more towards the beginning of their career. And then the closer they get, obviously, to those uh, championship and world titles, they'll, they'll fight uh, eight, 10, and then 12 rounds. Um, so like I'll have my, uh, I just had a pro boxer who I trained, uh, John Michael Bianco, who's uh, just won the Canadian super middleweight belt uh, about a month ago. And he'll do like, eight to 12 rounds of that workout. And it is, it's gnarly. It will knock you right out. So I don't know. I found CrossFit. She was already, obviously, uh, she quit university to run that gym. Uh, she was going not, to not the, one the university own, of the, one, the one she worked at. She, the, the one, one that, yeah. The, the one that okay. we met at, um, she, she always, uh, wanted to be a teacher, but she was going to the university of Toronto, the Mississauga campus uh for uh, i think it was geology geography geography sorry and uh she just hated it and loved being in the affiliate and she just became the general manager pretty much there and ran that place and quit school and that's all she wanted to do it's all i wanted to do uh, i had been in the gym like uh, in combat sports since i was 16 years old so i didn't really know much else um, and my dad always uh told me that uh, i should you know, follow up somewhere where I have a passion and I really love what I'm doing. And he was a immigrant who kind of worked to make sure that we could be provided for. And From he where? never had that. From where? So my dad was born in uh, Chihuahua, Mexico. Now wow. he's, yeah, he's not Mexican. Um, but uh, he was born in a German Mennonite colony in Mexico. Uh, they're farmers. You can kind of, I think there's some YouTube documentaries on that as well, where they use the, uh, they use the German Mennonites to bring drugs across the border because they were in horse and buggies and it was an easy way to get the drugs across the border. Uh, I don't think they can do that anymore, but um, so yeah, yeah, my dad. Yeah, they can. Don't, don't. Yeah, they can. <laughs> yeah. They can bring anything across. The border's yeah, yeah. open, guys. To come back yeah. and do what you want. Yeah. The majority of Mennonites are farmers and produce various agricultural products. Yeah. Wow. So your dad's a German that ended up in basically some sort of cult that thought it would be best to farm in Mexico because of what they could grow there. They're basically your dad's a home comes from a, your grandparents were homesteaders, but in Mexico. Yeah. Yep. 
And so uh, when they got here, uh, they lived uh, in a like a farming community uh, outside of uh, GTA, probably a couple hours. And uh, they jumped yeah. to the good country. They went from yeah. Mexico to Canada. They just jumped to good country. They just came right on through. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so he, he grew up on the farm just, just working. And I, honestly, he had a horrible upbringing because uh, my grandfather was a drunk and a drug addict and beat the snot out of him. Um, and he was abused on a whole bunch of different levels. Uh, and uh, he actually, so it's interesting because you know, you think of Mennonites as they believe in God and they have these set of rules. And then uh, he the he got the crap beat out of him because my grandfather was not a good person. And then so, uh, a pastor from the local church found him one day on the side of the road, just like kind of bawling his eyes out because uh, all his German Mennonite families are huge. So he had he was the third youngest out of 13 children. Um yeah, so the, all the older ones had left because they weren't taking it anymore. And it was him, his younger brother and sister that were left. And uh, he didn't know what to do with himself because uh, the other thing about being a German Mennonite in those communities is that the farmers and the and the people who grew up there didn't like them at all. So when he would go to school, he'd get the crap beat out of him. Um, and they hated him because he was a Mennonite. And then when he would go home, his dad would beat the crap out of him. The local Mexican kids? Is that uh, so no no the local Ontario like the local Canadians oh, uh, oh when they I moved think... here okay 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 yeah so when they moved here he would get he just got the crap kicked out of him everywhere he went um so a local pastor had picked him up and kind of taken care of him in the church and then that's where my dad went from being a Mennonite to a Christian and um just kind of changed his whole trajectory of life um and he started his own business, started a trucking business that he still owns 30 years later. He's done really well for himself uh, and the hardest working man I know. And I think we'll ever know he's 63 years old, still goes to work every single day, still works the same business he's been running for the last 30 something years. And you must uh, be so proud of him. He's the he's the greatest. He's my hero beyond anything I could ever tell you, Savon. Um, yeah. How He's cool to have a great dad like that that pulled his shit together best. for his family. Yeah. And you know yeah. he did it for you. Yeah, 100 percent And he worked like a, a, a dog for hey dude. How do you so switch? Years. How do you switch religions? Like I was hmm. I was telling my mom this the other day. I was like, you know why I'm not religious. She goes, Why? I'm like, because like I have no calling. Hmm. Like, like I'm just doing my I'm doing my calling, right? Yeah. yeah. I have a calling, but I'm doing my calling at the fidelity and the clarity that i get it right like i'm not having dreams where jesus is like wake up and go to church you know what i mean or i'm not seeing i'm not i'm not it, it, with my awareness i'm not getting i'm not seeing like the buddha calling me or islam calling me or christianity calling me i just don't i i'm open to it but i don't i wonder what calling your dad and so i just don't want to fake it you know what i mean i don't want to be yeah. a Christian. i don't want to fake it i want to be like i want to get called or not called yeah um I think when you're in those, uh, like a situation where he's in, where um, they're telling you that, you know, they believe in one thing, like there's a God and there's all these rules that you have to follow. 
And then you watch your own father, as soon as things got hard, turn to something completely different than the God that he claimed was there, right? So if there was, if, the, if he really believed in that God and the times got hard, why did he turn to something else rather than that God? So I think he saw that and how fake it can be that that, that is like a cult of, um, you know, where they have all these rules, but they don't actually believe in them because like this, you know, this man who uh, would go get drunk and do drugs every night and then come home and beat the crap out of his own kids. Uh, so I think he was just searching for like, what, why am I this person who has to take all this abuse all the time? And then I think when he met that pastor and he saw the, the flip side of somebody who didn't know him at all, but had a love to give him that he had never received from anybody else. And that love was coming from, you know, from some other place. Like, why would this man, why would this man just love him for no reason? And there was nothing asked for in return. There was nothing. It was just given to him where everything in his life was taken away from him constantly. And then on top of that, he had to go to school for a certain amount of hours and then work on the farm for the rest of the time to make sure that there, that um, my dad's family didn't get kicked off that farm that they were renting. They had to work the land to stay. They had to work the land to eat. So his whole life is based around all this hate and all these physical things that he had to do all the time. And then somebody showed him love and compassion out of nothing for no reason. And I think that's where when that when that somebody shows you that and their their purpose is from something up above that they believe that, you know, there is a God and there's a God of compassion and he's there to uh, he's there to be there for you when you have nobody else. And he put this man in that position to do that for him. Once I think once those two worlds, you go from that to this, it can change you forever. Cause he could have been the most bitter it did change human being. Forever, right. Yeah. And you, you want to know something even crazier? Please. He, he didn't leave. He wouldn't leave the farm. So he believed that he was, he should stay. He should make sure that his little brother and little sister were taken care of. He, he believed that he had, he should do that, that he should continue to work to make sure that they didn't get kicked out and end up homeless on the streets. And he forgave his dad. So the, the grandfather I know that I grew up with is not the same man that he got abused by. So my, my grandfather actually ended up, my dad led my grandfather to, to the Lord, to Jesus, after that whole thing, after everything he had done. And my grandfather, who was an alcoholic, he repented. He um, became completely sober. He never drank another day in his life. And then the wow. grandfather that I knew was a loving man who loved us. He wow. would build He would build these little wooden toys in his shed for us. We would go there until the day he died. He was a loving man. I never knew any of that stuff until I got older and my dad, um, and my dad told me, and it was even interesting at his funeral, you could still see that some of his older brothers, when they talked about him, had resentment, had anger towards him and everything that had happened. And my dad was just at peace. My dad put that to peace long time ago. And he decided that he was going to stick around and do something that, you know, I guess 99% of people couldn't or wouldn't do. And he attributes that to his faith and in, in what he believes in. Well, what, what a great story. What a holy shit he, he lived a full life full circle yeah 
And my He's dad living, is living a full life, living a full life. We, we didn't grow up normal in our, our family. Like our whole dynamic is so different. Like my, uh, as a four or five year old, I remember this man who lived with us, his name was Ted. And my dad went uh, downtown Toronto and he wanted, he was feeding the homeless during um, like a Christmas kind of time. And he found this man who just had this crazy cough and had nowhere to go. And he picked the man up, put him in his van and brought him home. And that guy lived with us until the day he died of, uh, of lung cancer. So right? how many didn't years, live in how, long, how long did he live with you? Uh, Are you sure two to three dad? years? That's pretty good. <laughs> Holy shit! Your dad sounds weirder than yeah. me. I ran. Yeah, home he's camp in my backyard. Serious. It was wild. Yeah. So like he doesn't. He live, brought he, a dude home. He found who was who was sick and just let him live in your joint for with his kids for a couple of years, and then he died yeah. of cancer. Yeah. Yeah. I still remember going to that funeral as a as a kid because Ted became like a like a living grandfather for us. He's a Polish man. He spoke spoke English well enough to like take care of us but um yeah he he like he just was part of the family my my mom uh she loved him just like uh you would a uh, you know an older uncle or something along those lines and dude i've never I, I i swear to you in 51 years of me being alive besides me and now your dad those are the only people i know who've taken in homeless people i mean there was a movie like called beverly hills bum or something there was a movie where they took in a homeless guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. Crazy that your dad did that. Wild. I wonder yeah. what. It, I wonder. Wow. I'd like to meet your dad someday. See if like. Yeah. Are you he's sure he's uh, not Armenian? He's not. No, he's Mexican Mennonite. Oh yeah, uh, down and out in Beverly Hills. There we go. Wow. What a what a great what a great story. Yeah, you did not you did not have a um, you did not have a. Uh, a normal upbringing. There's this guy. I've told this story before, Dan, but there's this guy that in it's too long to tell now, but how I met him was just wild. The circumstances I met him. And then I didn't see him for, uh, it was in Santa Barbara. And then I didn't see him for 10 years. Right. I knew nothing about him, nothing. And my wife goes, Hey, I wonder, and he's a homeless guy. And he goes, Hey, I wonder what that guy's doing these days. And I go, yeah, I, I wonder what he's doing too. And I went down to the local Starbucks that I hadn't been. This is in Santa Cruz, 400 miles away from Santa Barbara. Yeah. I went down to the local Starbucks that I hadn't been to since COVID because they had all these rules there. But they And I went down there, and I look on the patio, and I'm like, hey, dude, what's up? What are you doing here? And he's I'm waiting for you. And then I just brought him home again like the first time I saw wow. him. And so I post pictures of this guy periodically on my Instagram when our paths cross again. But it's a big fucking state, California. Yeah, jeez. But yeah, there's some there's some weird shit uh in the in the uh in the ether. What a great what a what a what a what a bizarre uh trippy fun world we live in. There's this saying mm -hmm. people who don't talk to strangers don't talk to angels. Mm, that um I, my dad believes exactly that too. Yeah, I there's, there's, that me. yeah, yeah. There's a there's a a verse in the Bible too about something along those lines. Oh, maybe I stole so it from there. He uh he yeah, he 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 believes it and he lives it oh, like he lives it every day. To this day, he lives that same. He like he will not stop uh, doing what he believes is his uh, calling to do. Yeah, there he is. There he is. There he is. That's yeah, cool. that, that's the guy. Yeah.
He hasn't changed a fucking bit since I met him 25 years ago. So yeah. weird. We have we have one guy around our gym. Uh, his mm-hmm. name's Thorsten. He's a, a from Germany originally, and he drops in. I make him a coffee. I give him a protein bar. We talk. Um, I always ask him like, "Do you need anything?" And he always tells me, "No, I'm good. I like the coffee." And then he goes yeah. about his way. So this guy we- doesn't ever. This guy doesn't want to take anything from me. Yeah. I even said he could live in the backyard. He's like, no, thank you. You hungry? No, thank you. Well, you got to have something. You see the dolmas. My wife put out the dolmas. Yeah. Um. What? Wh- why did you name your gym? Uh. What? What's it called again? Rad- Radix. Oh, Radix. 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 Uh, Radix is like a Latin term, uh, and it's the Latin term that uh, that I pulled up was the. It stands for the force that gives rise to all movement. So it's mm. like the force inside of you that starts any kind of movement to happen. So I just loved the way that sounded and that it was off the beaten path. Uh, I had originally started my original uh, business was called core performance. And then there was this guy in the States who had core performance and he threatened to sue me and he sent me all these letters. And I was like, dude, I got like five PT clients. The the name is all yours, bro. Like I just, we'll figure, we'll figure this out. So yeah, I, I just, I like the way it felt. I like the way it rolled off my tongue. And then there was actually a CrossFit Radix in uh, Norway when I had go went to affiliate it. Um, and we, uh, uh, we wanted to have the name. We weren't able to have it for as, as our CrossFit affiliate. Um, and, uh, but they ended up closing down. So then I was able to change over cause we had CrossFit RPX just as a in-betweener. And, uh, so now we have the CrossFit Radix name as well which was uh, cool. Sucks that are you, gym, gyms are closing down everywhere. But Are you just Google searching like once a month to see if they've closed down or like eventually? No, just like, I did. Oh. I did. I did a couple of times. How did you find I, out? Uh, it was because after COVID, uh, like, I don't know how long COVID lasted for you guys in California, but in Ontario, it lasted forever and they never wanted us to run a gym again, but it's still um, going. It's still going there. Don't do And, Still- and the map, the masks are coming back. It's driving me absolutely insane. But, uh, so after COVID, I think there was four different CrossFit gyms in our area that just started shutting down, shutting down, shutting down. And I, it just gave me a thought like, Oh man, these gyms are shutting down. I'm going to check out CrossFit Radix again. And when I Googled, they were, they had shut down as well. So I just emailed my uh, CrossFit Canada people and asked them if I could grab that name and switch it over. They were good with it. Hey, dude, don't let your kids be around people wearing masks. There's 11 conclusive studies, all 11 studies done with kids who are around people who are wearing masks. They end up uh, with uh, um, stunted development. And the reason that why they're speculating, they claim it, but I'll say it's speculating, is that more than um, more than half of the kids learn uh, um, uh, talking skills are learned from lip reading. Uh People, we've always just assumed it's from listening, but kids yeah. are lip reading and watching mouths. And so when you cover the face and then, of course, you're stunting their emotional development because everyone's trying to read everyone. Right. That's what yeah. we do. We're mirroring. Do not yeah. let. And what's crazy. So I had a friend who's who got an exemption for his, he was the only kid in the school who didn't have to wear a mask. The parent got an exemption. The kids still fucked up because everyone else was wearing masks. And oh, then they didn't geez. think about that. Yeah. So you don't want your oh, kids around the, around those people because your kid needs to see shit, especially the little mm-hmm. one. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, the stuff, man, Savon, the stuff that we went because my wife was pregnant through that time, 
the uh-huh. stuff we went through around here because of that, or even in, man, she's, so she obviously, she's pregnant and people are trying to push the vaccines on her while she's pregnant. And she's like right. ad- adamant about this is never happening. You guys need to just right. leave me alone. Right. Uh, but Savant, we get in there. She has a, a scheduled C-section for the twins because my first uh, my first was an emergency C-section that it was like a, the longest birth of life. And I didn't do anything. But, um, we get in there. The anesthesiologist finds out that she's not vaccinated and starts like losing it you're not vaccinated and just immediately starts screaming at different nurses like where's her where's her covid test is she positive is she ne-? and i'm like why is this lady freaking out like and your wife we're can trying to hear have this? two children here right now and like, your wife can hear this this is it with yeah, your wife we're both sitting yeah yeah this is this is literally 30 minutes before they're gonna cut her open and bring two children into this world Okay, they this lady is freaking out about it and she's grabbing my hand like what's wrong with this lady also probably wants to, you know, do something else like punch her. But so finally, she's not positive, whatever this lady kind of calms down and then starts explaining my wife about where the nearest place she can get vaccinated is as soon as she's done giving birth. And I'm like, what? I'm ready to like just lose my whatever. So I just told her, I'm like, listen. That has nothing to do with what's happening right now. Like you need to do your job and let everybody else, you know, let's get on with this. So Vaughn, my wife is getting cut open, babies being pulled out. The anesthesiologist looks at her and starts telling her the advantages of getting vaccinated in the middle of the birth, man. Like literally she's cut open side to side, babies coming out. And that's what she's, that's what she's trying to like, was the anesthesiologist a, a, um, a healthy person? Like when you looked at her, were they a healthy person? The, uh, she just reminded me of like a very old, um, angry, yeah, like psych- slightly psychotic. Tell her to move to Berkeley. We want her. Tell her please yeah. to move to Berkeley. We'll fit in perfectly. So the other thing is they had a – so I'm my wife had to wear a mask this story, while she was doing Dan. this too. I'm uncomfortable hearing this story. <laughs> It's not even like over. My my wife is giving birth and they're telling her, well, you know, do whatever, do whatever she does. Her mask comes down to here. This lady, for, as soon as she sees it, grabs the mask and puts it back over top of her face. And if there's ever been a time in my life where I wanted to like punch a lady in the head, it was in that moment right there. Like just know how, how do you do this for a living? How, like there's no empathy that she's having two children right now. What is wrong with you? But anyway, they don't, they don't teach. They don't. That. They don't teach bedside manner. They don't teach bedside manner. No, they don't really. Yeah, brutal. Absolutely brutal. Hey, you know what's crazy too? I, I on, on the other end of the spectrum with home birth, the thing is, is that really no one's supposed to do, talk to the woman at all. Hmm. She's going the through. Man. She, no man. No doctor. No nothing. You are there just to hold the space. Every person in the room should just be focused on their own breath and leave the woman alone. The woman is on and just serve the woman. She wants music. You play music. She wants water. You bring her water. You're not to show any expression on your face, excitement, sadness. You're just to hold the fucking space. She's about to go through fucking the biggest miracle of any human being can go on on planet Earth. And you're there as a as a fucking witness. You're the luckiest human being in the world. You get to witness it. Shut the fuck up. Just just if you have a prayer, say a prayer in your head. 
And it's crazy that this fucking bitch is telling yeah. is, is grabbing your wife's face or, or doing anything to elevate her anxiety. It's crazy. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's hatred. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so selfish. It's so fucking selfish. Hal Roberts, uh, Hebrews 13, 2, do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. For by doing, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. There you go. That's the Damn. Damn, Hal. Have you heard that one? Do you know that one? Yeah, yeah. That's the one that, like, my dad has told us through our whole childhood is why. Like, I have stories on stories, Sivan, of, like, again, our childhood was not normal. He, he took care of so many people. Uh, he took care of, uh, like, he started a whole bus ministry where he would go um, to, like, the ghettoist area of where we were and pick up kids and bring them to school on the bus uh, every Sunday morning. Um, those, those, pe those kids are still my friends to this day and, and their wow. lives are changed because of hit like his heart to help other people, you know, um, he just, he's an incredible person. Do you feel that way about CrossFit now too? Do you feel like, um, it is, is that how you view what you're doing? Do you feel like, um, is, is that, you know, Glassman's line, we have the cure for the world's most vexing problem. If, for you sure. feel that, you hold that. Yeah. That's, is that why you guys are in the game? You think is your is your is your wife um, a, a a woman of servitude also? Yeah. yeah. That's all. That's all she wants to do: be a mom and be in the gym and help people. That's all. That's all that we really we want out of it. You know, I don't disagree. Like, listen, I listen to your podcast all the time. So when you're talking about, you know, affiliate owners should have a nice house and a nice car, I'm all for it. You know. Yeah. I, I agree with you 100% because the happier I am, the better I am in that gym as well. Uh, but I, I truly believe that each and every one of us are put here for a certain purpose. And if you find what that purpose is, you follow it with everything, then every day is an amazing day. I wake up every day and I'm excited to go to the gym. And I wake up early, but I'm happy. You know, I'm the first one in the gym. Uh, sometimes Coach Ali gets there a little bit before me if she's got a workout to do. But I'm the first one there. And I, I want to set the tone. I just love to see people when they come in and greet them. And we're going to have an awesome day. Every day in the gym is just an amazing day. You know? I'm, I'm grateful. I'm so blessed. It's crazy. Hey, if you go, if you go to the supermarket right now, you'll see people wearing masks in your hometown. In the supermarket? Wow. Do you it's see that? It's hard. Do you see that? Um, yeah, I was not very many, probably like one person for every hundred. The Midwest oh. is completely different. We don't, not very many people fuck around with that stuff. How, how many do you see? Do you see half? Uh, no, I wouldn't say lately closer to because, uh, there's been like a flu slash COVID going around again, which is just yeah. whatever, or our fall sickness, whatever it is. Uh, so then you start to see it creep up quite a bit. I still catch people driving alone in their cars with those. I see that in my town too. I see that yeah. every day now in my town. I see That's people crazy. driving with masks on. Yeah. I, yeah. It's not. I can't be, what's crazy is that that can't be good for you. I, I wonder where they're getting their information from where they think it's okay to cover your face and breathe your shit all day. No. No. Uh, Dildo. I, ain't nobody wearing them in West Virginia. It, listen, you guys don't even. You guys came in afford one mask. You guys, did, you guys have one mask for your whole town. You, you rotate it. That's you guys don't even have teeth. 
Yeah, you guys. Are- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're talking about civilized areas, though. Uh, Your name is Dildo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, the other thing that's the other thing that's interesting is all of these people who are um, getting the Palestinians killed all in college campuses around the country by saying free Palestine. Um, those groups, when I see those photos, it looks like 20% of those kids are masked. That's another thing oh, I can't, geez. when I went to college, we like, our whole thing is like walk around and smoke weed wherever you want. Not we, the whole thing was the middle finger to the man. Not. Yeah. It's, not flipped okay. the, it's, it's flipped right on the other end. Yeah. It's yeah. It's the same uh, people that are know. wearing masks are probably smoking weed in the evening too. You know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. They look, yeah. Ho- they look horrible. Mass vaping. Yeah. Everyone looks yes. horrible. Tarted. No 51-year-old yeah. man should look better than you. Um, um yeah. ha- have you been to Haiti? No, my my brother, uh my brother's the one who went to Haiti. So in 2010, after the first uh, major earthquake there, uh, he he just came home one day and he looked we lived together at that time. Uh, and he's like, Dan, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to Haiti. I got to do something. And to me, I was like, what is happening? What do you mean? Yeah. Uh, bad idea. And, bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, he's like, I feel like God wants me to go to Haiti and do something. And what do you say to that? I said, all right, well, let's, uh, you know, have at her. And, uh, he went down Older brother, uh, younger brother, younger brother. We're about a year and a half apart. Um, uh, his name's Mike. He's, uh, so He's got a huge heart too. And as soon as he got, he's got a huge heart and he's one of the most stubborn human beings on planet earth all at the same time. Uh, and once something's locked in, he's gone. So he left, uh, he found uh, some type of mission that was going up there and uh, he booked a plane ticket, went down. Uh, when he got there, some guys tried to uh, basically kidnap him, but somebody uh, who was in the mission found him and grabbed him and, and got him uh, from getting in this car. Um, and uh, yeah. So he, he, said, land, he lands in Port-au-Prince. Yeah. Yeah. And some dudes try to kidnap him. Yeah. It's like three guys came up, started pushing him towards the car saying, Oh, we're here to take you um, to where you got to go. And they're just pushing him towards this car. And he's like, you know, you're talking about like, we, like we live in the suburbs, you know what I mean? Like he doesn't, he's, I don't think he's got no street smarts. He has no idea what's going on. He's, he feels like God told him to go to Haiti. So he's in Haiti yeah. Yeah. and three dudes are now, like, now you God's know, God's got him a car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Three yeah. Three bodyguards. Yeah. So then, um, you know, God had his back enough to have somebody from the mission saw what was happening, ran over, grabbed him and said, listen, you go in that car, you ain't coming back. Um, they're going to either try to ransom you or kill you. So uh, he ended up where he was supposed to go and he spent um, weeks there helping rebuild orphanage and um, a bunch of uh, houses and stuff like that. And when he got back, I remember him just looking at me and he's like, it's not enough. Like there's, you have to see the kids, man. And he was like visibly changed. Uh, and he just started just selling his stuff on like Kijiji. And like sending the money down to this mission. And you know, what's I'm like, Kijiji? That's Canadian is... eBay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. It's yeah. So he just started selling his stuff, whatever he had. He's like, I'm selling it. It's I gotta help these kids. I gotta help these kids. And so then he started this uh 
foundation called the Dream Dealer to be able to, uh, yeah, there you go. That's Kichichi. You can buy and sell anything in Canada. <laughs> Sounds racist. Uh, yeah, it's also like you meet the worst people on Kijiji. Um, but yeah, so he started. Uh, uh, wait, wait, ahead. what did you say? He started what? Dream what? The dream dealer. So he wanted something where these kids are like, it was the kids that changed him the most, being what they were going through. Um, and he just, he's like, I want them to be able to have hope, to be able to, um, to, be able to have a way out of all this. Uh, so he started it and he, he was working at the time at uh, our, our local golf course and he would do this charity tournament every year uh, and as his business grew which he owns a landscape uh, a landscape business he just kept helping things build and grow down there and um, we have a guy uh, who is uh, Haitian who lives down there with the kids uh, him and his wife um, we have the school is that your brother? Uh, no, that's one of the volunteers there. That's my brother right there. If you go back, I was gonna say, uh, man, he looks young. That, that's him there with the foot joy hat on and the mat sack. That's yeah, yeah that's got to be 15, almost what, fourteen years ago now. So um, how how wait so oh wait oh yeah so two thousand ten wow yeah, yeah. A long time yeah and you know it's a trip for people who don't know Haiti share Haiti's a trip man. Haiti is on an island with Dominican Republic. They share the same island. And there's some crazy, crazy social class issues there. Basically, everyone there is black, but the lighter black you are, the higher you are up on the class scale. So they have this crazy it, – it's like so bizarre, their class system. It's it's nuts. And then, and then on top of that, they um, – that do you know that that's the only successful – Haiti's the only successful slave colony that rebelled against their slave owners and won. Did you know that? I didn't know that. And and do you know that we we got um we bought half the United States. What was that called when we bought half the United States from uh the French? Louisiana Purchase. Yeah, the Louisiana Purchase. If I remember my history right, we got the Louisiana Purchase because the French were trying to raise money to try to get Haiti back because they were fighting with Haiti. Wow. It's a trip, man. It is a trip. And, man, the economy there is fucked. Bad. The Dominicans are the basically the light-skinned black, and the Haitians are the dark-skinned black. And there's just like this fucking yeah, case system. Is that what it's called? It is I, I w I've been there a few times uh, working do, uh, with malnourished children. It's a trip. And the Haitians in Dominican Republic, those poor fuckers, they have no ID, nothing. Uh, uh, Dominican Republic won't even recognize them as real people. Yeah, it's not. Is India? I've been to India a bunch, too. I know they have a case system, but is it by skin color? Haiti's filled with voodoo. Shut the f Mr. Burns. Okay, so so he's been doing that for fourteen years. Is he gonna? Is he married to a Haitian woman? No, no, he's married to a German woman, oh. uh, Colleen, who has uh, who's a, a beautiful, uh, just heart and same thing. Just loves it. They have four kids. Uh, I I could tell wow. you another story about they were trying to adopt and they wouldn't get vaccinated, so the Canadian government wouldn't let them adopt, and they had bought a bigger house and a bigger car and had set up everything so that they could adopt children. And because they wouldn't get vaccinated, they took them off the list that they had been on for a long time. 
So my brothers said, just imagine that. Think of that. Someone mm -hmm. who wants to help a child. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's it's mind-boggling to me. That's who you want to have a child. He literally bought a bigger house because there was like all these the list of things that he had to be able to prove that he had enough rooms for another child, that he had a big enough car, that he made enough money. And he did everything on this list. And he'd been on the list for a while. Uh, before COVID ever happened. And then as, as soon as he, him, his wife and him decided they were not getting back to they just took them off the list and decided that uh, they weren't worthy. So he, the, the blessing, I guess, out of it is they got pregnant again and now I have another one. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, is, that, so that's, is that number five? That, that's number four. I'm, I'm guessing they'll go number five. Like they just want to have as many kids as possible so. wow crazy mm -hmm. he's and, got a and huge heart and now you're doing a fundraiser for your brother's uh what's it called dream what the dream, the dream dealer dream dealer yeah you're, so tell me about that you're doing and that's how that's how you and i started talking we were started talking about this dream dealer 12 hour echo bike ride yeah so um after the charity golf tournament this year I was just talking to my, my brother about the um, just like how things were going in Haiti and, and how the money was going. And he's just talking about, you know, since COVID, it's harder to get in. It's hard to get a lot of people out to these golf tournaments. And uh, he's been funding just a lot of it from out of pocket. And so um, I was like, you know what, I can do something. I can do something way better than that. So I just I stuck out a little thing to my members and I'm like, listen, guys, I'll I'll echo bike one calorie per dollar that you give me over a 12 hour period and whatever we raise, I'm going to, I'll bike it off. And so the, I don't know, maybe my members just want to see me suffer for 12 hours, but the money started coming in. And uh, so we're over $5,000 now. Um, shit, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. People like, again, I don't know if they love me or hate me, but either way I'm taking it. We're going with it. Um, right it's uh the goal is seven thousand so i can i think i can physically do seven thousand calories in in 12 hours uh it's about a 59 rpm pace on the echo bike throughout that time uh so we're gonna we're gonna um, put it on the line at least. People outside do you have a gofundme page yeah so if you go that uh, website you had up the gymdealer.org there's a donate button and you can just donate straight and it will go mike will get the uh, Mike will get the notification and then he tells me and we got a, a list up of who's donated and um, how many calories I'm in for. So if, so if, if, if like $50, if people donate an additional $50 from this podcast, you have to do an extra 50 calories. You got it. You got wow. It. Yeah. Can we post the link in the somewhere, Caleb? Yeah, I can put it in the bio and the chat if you like. Oh yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be so cool. What do they do with the money there? What what do they what, what do they do with the money in Haiti? What's dream dream deal? Yeah, yeah. So there's um uh there's a house. Uh, it's like a community center slash uh, orphanage slash school. Uh, and uh, Vlad, who is our main guy, him and his wife there. Um, there's over a hundred. You name Vlad lives in Haiti and runs it. Yeah, I know. It sounds like a Russian name, but he's definitely Haitian. 
Uh, oh, he's a black dude. He's not a white dude. No, he's he's very Haitian. Yeah, he's okay. super black and got a French one of those cool French accents. Um, so him and his wife, uh, yeah, they they run this um, community center, um, and uh, we take care of like a hundred kids, uh, food, clothing, schooling. Schooling is super expensive if you're going to send kids anywhere there. And usually they'll get a couple weeks in and then their parents can't afford anymore. And then they just end up dropping out. Um, so like we take care of all that stuff for these kids and give them the opportunity to get an education. But also we bring in specialists that will teach them like we have a, a bread baking oven now. So we'll teach them how to bake bread and we can make food for them and they can go to the market and sell the food. Uh, we brought in somebody who taught the uh, women how to sew and make clothes or to uh, repatch up clothes or to sell different things like that. Um, and yeah, that the, like all the money goes into that uh, house and, and those programs for those kids to be able to have that opportunity. The, the gangs in that area are like, it's out of control. Um, so a lot of these kids, when they don't have that opportunity to either go to school or learn how to do a trade or something like that, they just end up in these gangs. And like even for Vlad to go to the market to sell the bread, he has to pass through gangs and he has to pay them off as he goes to be able to sell his bread in the market. It, it's just a it's a whole different world, a whole different way. Um, and so just seeing the How are the, the uh, free Palestine protests going in Haiti? yeah I'd love to, I, exactly <laughs> yeah, they're getting shot up by the gangs i don't know <laughs> hey you know you know what's another interesting thing is um uh, i i talk about this um on the show a lot in africa like if you ask someone what they are no one says they're black and like mm -hmm. you never confuse a kenyan with a somali dude or sudanese people have their own look or there's black dudes who there's the whole black culture there that look like they're asian same with haitians no, no Haitian dude's like I'm black. He's fucking Haitian, and you all know Haitian. he's Haitian. Their hair is different. Mm -hmm. There's nuances to their hair. You know the same way there's nuances between my fucking Middle Eastern hair and Chinese people's hair, even though it's like all straight, right? But it's like it, it, that. It that that's a pretty strong rooted. Uh, I, I, it's not Haitian is not only a nationality; it's an ethnicity. Like those people mm -hmm. look like those fucking people. I, I saw yeah. um, uh, Slater call them super black. Yeah, they have their own skin color, their own. Yeah, it's cool as shit. Mm -hmm. What a tragedy that it's so fucking hostile there. I wonder if there's any hope for that island. Yeah, I, you know, I don't even know where you would begin to to change that whole system around. You know, um, the, the, those those poor kids, man. But you know what's cool is to see the videos that Vlad sends because they'll watch the. Yeah, it's just so everyone's the, the in kids survival, will watch the, survival mode. Yeah, yeah, but that that community center and that that house is like this kind of safe haven for them, where they can go and they can learn and they can like uh, Vlad will have them. They'll see like a video on the story on his phone from the gym, and the kids will be doing like wall walks and burpees, yeah. and yeah. it's just a safe place for them to be a kid, to have something to eat, to learn you know, some math to not be harassed by the gangs. It's, uh, you know, that's, that's what we're trying to, to do and, and to, to give these kids just a little bit of an opportunity. You know, what a, what a wild place to live. Let me see the map again. 
people people talk about how you can't get out of Gaza. I, I bet you I get out of Gaza before I get off of Haiti. Man, hey, yeah, why, why doesn't your brother? Why doesn't your brother? Oh, oh man, it is close to Cuba. Yeah. Why? Why doesn't your brother? I, I don't know why I'm asking this. I'm just curious. Why doesn't your brother fly into Dominican Republic and then drive? into haiti it's just it, no one does that if you're going to haiti people I, I that's what i thought he would have done but you're saying yeah i don't or to prince yeah, yeah. I, I don't i don't know that's a good question i could ask him um uh, i don't know if there's anything at the border that's stopping you from moving through or not or what's he what airline does he fly do you know who goes there no you know? I, I have no idea it's been a while since he's been back but... do you have any desire to go I, yeah, I I would 100% go with him and go to uh, where that where the house is, and uh, especially if there was some like work to be done, like build something new. Uh, I'd love to do something like that. Uh, um, what's the? I I wonder if there is a is there an affiliate in Haiti? There isn't. No way. No, I doubt it. it. Would be cool, but I doubt it. There isn't even one in Armenia. Nuts. Hey, um. um uh, during, during all the, I live in this, you know, this bubble where we're always like, look, watching what HQ is doing. Does any of that, um, register with you at, at Radix or you guys just have your head down, pay your affiliate fees and, and, and just keep helping people? You know, the, the, I think there's two sides, uh, of that as an affiliate owner. One, I feel like I have this, like if there was no CrossFit, what I wouldn't have met my wife. I wouldn't have had like a second, um, like who knows what I would have done. I was very almost not, I wasn't completely depressed, but I was depressed that I couldn't work out. And I had, uh, you know, this athletic career that was come to a complete end. And also in CrossFit gave me this, you know, outlet to, for myself to how to, you know, method uh, methodology, I had to, to train my clients. Uh, and then I met my wife and then, you know, so CrossFit has this very special place for me. Um, so I never, not once have I ever thought like, oh, I'm not paying my affiliate fees. It's not worth it because everything that's happened in my life because of CrossFit has, is more like, you know, I can double that payment and I would have been, you know, very blessed because of it, you know? So there's that side of things. Um, I do, I do miss the Greg Glassman CrossFit, you know, uh, what steps they're taking in the right direction or wrong direction with the people they're hiring. And I just, it's nothing I can control. So it's nothing that I'm going to, you know, spend too much time worrying about or doing. And uh, I know I have a personal responsibility to my affiliate, to my people and those in that affiliate. And so I'm going to keep, you know, doing what I'm doing and preaching what I believe is, is the right thing to do for your health and your body, which to me is CrossFit. So it, you know, uh, the, if they're going to raise the affiliate fees, it, it is what it is. Uh, I don't know exactly what their plan is with how they're going to use that money or if they're just trying to make more money and make it a more profitable business. Uh, I don't know. And, it, you know, it's the same thing with the open. Why did they go to 25%? Is it, are they trying to make more money or is it trying to make, give people more of an opportunity to feel like they're going to go further in the season? Um, all those kind of things, you know, but so, so what I'm hearing you say is you're very thankful that there is the methodology. 
You're very thankful for, for yourself. You're very thankful that you get to train other people. You're enjoying your life. You watch mm -hmm. it from afar. It's not in your control. Um, I'm adding this. Maybe you're glad that there's people out there like all the podcasts and stuff keeping you up to date. But at the end of the day, you're going to keep showing up to work early, serving your clients, and, and, and no one's going to stop. As long as they're not stopping you from doing that, you're all good. But, but exactly. do, you enjoy, do you enjoy watching the drama? Yeah, it's fun. Like even the rich frowning, you know, like I follow oh, yeah. all that. I follow all that stuff. I just think yeah. it's like people are like, you know, people must not have a lot of other things in their life when they can, you know, watch a guy go hunting and then absolutely lose their mind over it, you know, but um, I follow it all. I, I enjoy to see what's happening and uh, I'm just, I'm a fan too. Right. So like with the CrossFit games and the athletes, like, I, I'm at the end of the day, I love watching it. And I, you know, I love to hear what uh, Hiller's got to say about it. Um, I, you know, I just a big fan of the sport in itself. And uh, yeah, I think that uh, it's good. The more attention we can bring to CrossFit will be, be good. You know, the more you can uh, show people what people's bodies are actually, you know, capable of doing when they uh, want to, you know, like even what I've, I've, you know, I've been um, in the martial arts scene since I was 16. Before that, I played uh, rep hockey and, and baseball. So I've been playing sports at a higher level and, and competing at a high level for my whole life. Um, and just being like in to something every day that you're seeing how it's progressing. And I just, I think it's an amazing thing. Uh, uh, are you a UFC fan? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, so I went. The reason that I went to start kickboxing in the first place is I watched the first season of Tough. So you remember that it was on Spike yeah, TV, wow. right? Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I saw that on. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, I was like, I'm this. This is what it's about. I'm done playing hockey. It's like, get. So I got in the gym and some like hundred and. Like I was, you know, decently built. I played sports all my life. Uh, some 130 pound, like 40 year old man choked me out in a nogi, uh, nogi grappling class they had at the time in like 20 seconds. And I remember laying there thinking, like, what the, what happened? What just happened to me? And uh, I was like, just hooked that first class. I'm like, this is the greatest sport ever known to man. So I started showing up there every day, multiple times a day. Uh, I'd get, I'd, it was right across from my dad's work. So I'd go into, to work with him sometimes and go to go there. And then he would drop me off at school and then I'd come home from school and then I would go back to the gym and I was doing Muay Thai. I was doing boxing. I was doing every type of, uh, like they had something called CSW, which is combat submission wrestling kind of before there was MMA. That was like one of the big things. So I did that class because they let us like really go at it in that class. Um, and I, I like lived in, in that gym and in that world for a long time. So, and I'm still involved. I still get to train boxers, MMA guys. Uh, and I just, yeah, I, I'll you always be a gloves? fan. You, you hold gloves? I don't hold pads after I had shoulder surgery in 2017. I don't hold pads after, after shoulder surgery. It just, some of those guys can like tear your shoulder right off you of hold them for your son. Oh yeah, 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 percent, yeah, 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 yeah. And your daughters, 
yeah, I'll, I'll hold I'll hold pads for I still will hold pads for even like some of the kids around the gym if they want to uh, let their hands go a little bit. Like, yeah, that's cool. What a cool skill to have to be able to hold pads. Oh yeah, yeah, it's fun. And when they get when they can start to put together like head movement, you know, slip, come back with the cross, and you have that flow going on. Oh yeah. man, you should see the look in their eyes as they start to realize they have this like superpower they never knew they had. Right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I love I love that. I, I'm a little Here, envious I, of my of the people who hold pads for my kids because I can tell they're they're like dancing with my kids. Yeah, and they do yeah. do all that the parries, the kicks, and they add new moves and the the clinches and the spinning kicks, and they're like they're communicating, and I I I can't even communicate with my kids like that. It's cool. Yeah, I had a kid uh, who was born without. Um, these three fingers here. He just had uh -huh. his pointer finger and uh -huh. he couldn't, his parents couldn't really figure out a way for him to play many sports. So we just wrapped up his hands, put some boxing gloves on it. And you want to yeah. see a little guy with little hands that move faster than you've ever seen in your life. Awesome, oh, it was the greatest. And it was like when those gloves were on, he was like, he was more than anything he ever thought he was, you know? And he just let him go, slip, boom, boom, boom. You know, it was, it was just incredible to watch. Uh, it's like watching, you know, those videos where kids can hear for the first time and their eyes yeah. like light up yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. It was like, it was like watching that happen. It's like, he, he's like realized that these hands were meant for something, you know, he couldn't grab stuff, but he could light somebody up if he wanted to. So it was uh, amazing. Um, what, what, uh, Dan, is there a biggest um, health turnaround story in your gym? And, and the reason why I bring this up is we've established you, you have professional athletes in your gym. But you have any people who've like, you know, lost a crazy amount of weight or came in and they couldn't even jump to a, a two inch box and now they're jumping to a 24 inch box? Yeah, we had an so we had an amazing year, actually. My dad lost 105 pounds. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. So we had one of those heart to hearts at the beginning of the year. I said, listen, like you're my hero, but uh, you got three grandkids that also need a hero. So this is going to change. Uh, and my dad's got like really bad asthma. So we had to, you know, obviously get his diet dialed in first. That was the uh, first thing. And then we upped how much he walked every day. So he was only walking like three or 4,000 steps. He got to the point where he was walking 20,000 steps a day. And then it just got to where I would call him, like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm watching TV. I'm like, all right, stand up. And he's like, okay. I'm like, sit back down. I'm like, you just did a squat. Now do that 20 more times, and then you're going to rest, and we're going to do that three sets tonight, and that's it. And we just kind of built a flow off of that. And then the competitive side of himself started coming out, so I'd get screenshots like, look, I did 22,000 steps today. I did 23,000 steps today. And then – uh, by the time September came around, he was over the, uh, from January to September, over a hundred pounds. And now he's at the point where we're like, you know what, let's put a little bit, try to put some muscle on it, on him a bit, you know, start to lift a little bit heavier and focus on, uh, just being healthier and stronger as he gets older. He's 63. Uh, so there was that. And then I have, uh, sorry, he lost 105 pounds. What did he go? He went from 300 to 200. Yeah, he started off at 317. Yeah. Dude, that is amazing, dude. Hey man, I don't think people realize that's that's twice as hard as losing weight a hundred pounds when you're 35. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Like way, 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 way harder. That's crazy. How's his asthma? Did that clear up significantly? So there was two things. One is he would keep getting his uh, right leg kept getting infected and swollen and his feet would swell up like crazy. And the, the doctors couldn't figure out why. And they wanted to put him in a bunch of different pills. And I, I remember having this conversation. I'm like, dad, don't take the pills. Just, just give me three months. And then if you have to take the pills up, just give me three months first no pills and uh in that three first three month period of time all the swelling out of his legs gone completely gone the one leg didn't swell up anymore he wasn't getting this like reoccurring infection that they kept telling him he was getting all that swelling gone and to me it was just all inflammation based off the crap he was eating right so his, his system's just like in a constant state of inflammation too much sugar you know obviously not enough protein not enough movement and so after three months went back to his doctor his doctor's like your blood pressure's fine now um you're you know we don't need to do any of these pills so he was totally good with that and he went from taking his puffer like 10 to 12 times a day down to like two times a day so mm. he doesn't have to take his puffer nearly as much um he he has asthma attacks like way less often he just moves around he looks he looks like probably six or seven years younger than he did when we started uh it's, hey, did it's, your kid say anything to him? Yeah, well, my my six year, you know, kids, right? My six year old, he's uh, because we would do every Sunday. Uh, my dad would come in for a weigh in, and he would stand on on the scale. And then uh, I remember, like after like the third week, my dad left at least, and my my son looks at me and he goes, "Opa's pretty fat." <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not arguing with you, right? Yeah. Uh, but then uh, it, some like we celebrated the hundred pound weight loss mark. Yeah. And it, he looked at my dad and he, he, he goes, Opa, you don't have that fat stomach anymore. And my dad just smiled like, nope, it's gone. So my, the kids do notice my son, my six year old notices a lot of things. Uh, he had some like eczema going on his, his stomach. So my wife was looking at it and like around his uh, abdomen there. And she's and he's like, "What are you looking at, mom?" And uh, she's like, "Oh, just looking at the bumps on your stomach here." And he's like, "Oh, are, are mine coming in?" And she's like, "What are you talking about?" She's he's like, "Are my abs coming in like daddy's?" And he, <laughs> <laughs> so he thought he was he thought he was getting his six pack. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So they they notice, man. They notice. Hey, um, when Avi was young, um, this is on a total side note, I would feed him. Uh, uh, perfect those peanut butter perfect bars sometimes. Okay, yeah. And he and that was like besides that he didn't eat any processed shit or sugar. And I noticed that every time I fed him those, he broke out in red bumps. Mm. Was it and the peanut butter I, itself? <clears throat> no, it wasn't the peanut butter. It's, 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 it's sugar and it, yeah. it was the sugar or the honey or something. And it was just it was because because he he could just pe if he, if i just gave him like just peanut butter it was fine gotcha. or just honey but whatever was in there and i just remember that and if you have really fucking healthy kids and then you you can start spotting exactly uh uh what i mean literally it would be within 30 minutes after i gave him one of those bars he would yep. break out and it was little red dots and i was like yeah yeah um dude your whole gym was affected by your dad's weight loss right I mean, like everyone in the gym knows. Oh, yeah. Holy shit, it's uh, pounds. I mean, it's got to be crazy powerful for the gym. 
Yeah, we had a we also had another guy. Uh, his name's Tony. Um, he came in at thirty four percent body fat. We have a, a, a in body scanner, um, and he we did a eight week challenge block with him on his diet and stuff. Uh, and he just kept doing them. So every eight weeks, he's like, "We do it. Let's do it again. Let's do it again." So uh, you yeah. So here's Tony here. Wow. So he went, yeah, thirty four percent down to nine percent, um, and he gained lean muscle mass. The other thing, Savon, is he Dude, drives. that guy's yoked now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the we call, like he's like an older Vin Diesel, but he's in better shape yeah. than Vin Diesel is right now. Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> but yeah, so he this was this year. Uh, he's kept this off for the like the last four months. He's the other thing, Savon. He he drives from uh, forty minutes out of town every morning to our six a.m. class. Forty wow. minutes every morning to six a.m. Yeah. Because he said it just it it you know I I help change his life. Uh, I'm the guy he because he would email me and look for ways out, and I would just call him out on his crap. And he ended up really appreciating the fact that I didn't. Yeah, here's Tony again. Holy shit, dude! Just like yeah, Diesel, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, From Michelin so, to Mister Clean. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Give me an example. Would you call like he would call you in the morning and be or at night and be like, "Hey, I can't come in tomorrow. I have to do this." And he'd be like, "He would he would always show he would always show up pretty much, but he would email me like, "Oh, this is hard," or um, you know, uh, "Why didn't I lose a pound this week?" Like those. I'm like, "You're stop being a baby, man. Like this is not the way it works." So he just appreciated the fact that I would just call him out and be like, "You're just trying to make excuses. Don't make excuses. You just keep showing up." And if you keep showing up and do what I tell you to do, I guarantee you this is going to work. I know this works. There's nothing that is not that's going to stop you except for you stopping yourself from not showing up. And he just kept showing up and he still shows up. He was, I saw him this morning at the 6 a.m. class. He had it. He's like, oh, I listened. I listened to the seven podcast a couple of times now because you've been talking about it. <laughs> he's a good dude. Yeah, and he's like, it's it's uh, he's. <laughs> I laughed so hard. He's like, uh, he has some really good stuff on there, but sometimes I don't know about what that guy says. <laughs> <laughs> You'll come around, Matoni. You'll come around. Just yeah, give it uh, time. I said, yeah. dude, uh, Savon is the greatest, so don't you worry. He looks incredible. Mm. Yeah, yeah, congratulations. And another another huge inspiration for the uh, for the gym uh, gym oh. goers. He's uh he's uh he was viral around the gym for sure. Everybody was talking about Tony. It was like Can anyone come up to you and be like, "Hey, can you do that for me?" Yeah, oh, 100%. Um lots of people and uh we've been working with lots of people. I have like a list of uh of people that this year alone we've made very like dramatic changes with. Um so and a lot of it's based off of seeing a Tony or uh my dad stuff like that and I always warn them. I'm not, I'm not trying to like, you know, make it seem simple or easy that it's going to, you know, it's going to be outside of their comfort zone, but everything in life that, uh, you know, takes some, takes you out of your comfort zone and makes you uncomfortable is going to help you grow. So it's important that people really lean into that and not just constantly run away from it, which I think society has taught us to run and not lean into, you know? Um, um is there is there a, a what eating program are you putting these people on so i just teach them like i teach them how to 
you know, track their macros, but I, I build it out. I make it as simple as possible. I'm like, these are simple whole foods that you should eat for lunch, sorry, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Uh, here's, this is, you know, a snack. Um, you need to be in a bit of a calorie deficit to make sure that we're losing fat. We need to eat enough protein to support all the workouts that we want you to do. And then uh, the carbohydrates you eat are going to be based off of how hard or how often you're working out. And they're going to be complex, whole, you know, sweet potatoes, stuff like that. And then we want healthy fat in your diet. It's like, the, it's the simplest process to be honest with you, but um, it's amazing how many people I have to keep always telling myself, like people have never been taught this. They need to be retaught. You're teaching them like you're teaching a kindergarten child, you know, their ABCs. And maybe if we taught kids how to do this from the time they were, you know, five or six years old, they'd be in a lot better place in the future. But um, we, I just teach them the very basics of like, this is a healthy protein, carb and fat. This is how much you're eating. This is how much you're burning. And now we can play around with whether you want to, you know, lose weight or maintain it. Or if you're trying to put on some muscle, then we're going to go into a bit of a surplus. But the same the same rules apply, right? It's all all healthy food, stuff that uh, is put here on this earth for us to eat. So, yeah, it, I mean, you, you said it beautifully. You, you said it so beautifully. If someone if someone wanted to um, um, open an affiliate, <clears throat> is is there any any practical advice you would give them? Yeah, definitely, or, or, or unpractical. No, uh, so uh, opening an affiliate out of passion and love for CrossFit and helping people is great. But um, if you have no prior business experience, then you could be in for uh, a hard run and a lot of trouble. Um, I personally, I was lucky and, and I had a couple mentors uh, for my dad, first of all, and then I have two members who own a uh, real estate brokerage in our town, uh, Tom and Nick Carrazza, and th they're actually pretty well known. Um, even Netflix, I think, was trying to pitch a show on them and stuff. But they have a huge marketing background um, and just an amazing business sense. And Nick is like, Nick became one of my best friends, and we would just like. Uh, I had a garage gym for a while and he would come over and we would just work out together. And, uh, he, he just taught me so many things about what it means to actually run a business, how to market something, how to sell it, how to, you know, retain those members that you're, you're getting and how that process works. Um, so if you don't understand that, uh, it can go, it's very easy to open up and you can get a loan and buy equipment and sign a lease. And you can very easily close down within the next year or two years, very frustrated, made, having made no money if you don't understand um, or have a mentor to bring you through that process. Um, the stuff that you were going over with uh, Chris Cooper of Two Brain, uh, I think is invaluable to uh, people who are wanting to get into this type of thing, uh, who don't have a business or a marketing or some type of background like that. Um, because you have to fully understand what it takes to run a business uh, to make sure you make money. And trust me, your passion and your love for people um, and doing what you do can only go so far if you can't pay your mortgage or get to the gym with the vehicle that you can't afford to buy anymore. It, it, it becomes hell. It would become hell on earth. So, um, 
you got to have that business background or, or mentor or somebody or learn or learn the hard way. It's kind of up to you. The, um, what about this? Um, are you not made for that since you want to, it sounds like you have this serve mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Serve. Yes. Yeah. You come from a serve mindset. Does that, does yeah. that you're in your, in the business, do those bump up against each other? They you so they very much used to, and I'm I I think by nature I'm uh like like a nice guy, you know. Right. right. And I, I always yeah, had the want to pay. Ah, right, so what yeah. if like you don't have money for the lights? Oh, exactly, exactly. So uh, which you know, coming from fighting combat sports is interesting, but to me, combat sports was never about hating or hurting somebody. It was a it was a game. It was a sport, right? For me, I just enjoyed competing, but uh the inside of me, I want to help people. So I was easily kind of taken advantage of, or, uh, you know, people walked over me if they had, you know, that ability to do so. Uh, but having the right people telling you like, listen, when you make more money, then you are a happier person. You can do more for this gym. You can bring more to the gym. Um, and you're not stressed out about having to pay a mortgage or that the lights are going to turn off in the gym, it becomes better for everybody. There's absolutely no reason why you shouldn't be able to charge more to upsell people on different services that you provide, you know, ask Tony, you know, ask Tony what that transformation was worth. And I guarantee you it's probably 10 times as more than I, I charged him for that transformation. Right. Uh, you would have showed him a before and after picture and been like, Hey, before, he would have been like, oh, shit. Yeah, here, here's my credit yeah. card. Do what you yeah, want. charge it up, whatever. Yeah. Like, pretty much rack it up however you want to, you know? Yeah. Um, but then going forward, as I got better at realizing the value that I brought to people and what I'm worth, uh, I just kept – I haven't had any problems raising my rates, raising what I charge people to work with me personally um, because I have confidence in what I'm bringing to them and what that's worth to them in their life. Uh, and it's still, you know, it's still, I still feel like I bring more value than, than, uh, I get paid, but I get paid very well now. And it took a process of, you know, coming out of that mindset of like, oh, I'm just here to help people, um, to knowing that, you know, again, I can't help them if those lights get shut off, shut down or that gym gets shut down. And like I said, I think, uh, there's, not just CrossFit affiliates, but there's been five different gyms that have shut down in Oakville, Ontario, where we are, uh, just over the last like six to eight months. And uh, it's it's a crazy real estate market here, and landlords are jacking prices. CrossFit gyms, CrossFit gyms. I think three affiliates, and then uh, Orange Theory, and uh, some like some guy who had his kind of his own soul thing. I just keep getting people coming like, oh, this gym shut down. Then they they search and they find me. This gym sit down. This and I just have these people coming from everywhere because these gyms just keep shutting down uh, all over the place. So uh, again, I I don't want to be one of those people. So I need to make sure that I got all my everything that I need in order, and I need to make enough money to do it. And I've you know none of my members would ever ever complain to me about how much they spend because we we just we have we give so much. Um, and we have such an awesome atmosphere and I have the, like, I have amazing coaches and such a great community of people. Um, 
once you once you're in that community it's it's amazing place to be and i don't think there's any better place in all of oakville to be or even all the gta to be on a 6 a.m any morning like my my head coach tyler is the the craziest amazing human being you'll ever meet in your life i walked in in the gym this morning 5 a.m and I guess he had found somebody dropped off these old looking Chucky dolls in the back dumpster and he had uh -huh. set them up on my, on my <laughs> desk <laughs> chairs, like staring at me and it's 5 a.m. in the morning. And I, I was like, this guy, but that's him. He, he, uh, he comes in the gym every morning and he'll scream every single person's name who's in that gym out loud, like calling them out one at a time. Good morning, Tanya. Good morning. Tony, good morning. And just like, and all of a sudden this energy is like, boom, everywhere. And everybody's smiling. Everybody's like, okay, you know, it's time to, time to go. And I'm just telling you, there's no better place to be at 6am anywhere than in our affiliate when that energy just kind of hits, you know? What, a, what a cool thing for, what's the name of the town that, uh, that your gym's in? Radix is in? It's in Oakville, Oakville, Oakville. Ontario. Yeah. Yeah. Think about how what a positive influence that is on um, on your yeah, community. Yeah. All the people who come in there and leave there healthier and with a more positive vibe. It's crazy. Um, there's a um, I think one of the kids has a skateboard instructor, right? And he's and he was a former yeah. professional skateboarding. And the learning curve on skateboarding is so fucking hard, and the risk of injury is massive. And so if you could teach, let's say you had the clientele and you could teach four private one hour skateboarding lessons a week or a day, that would be insane, right? That's a lot of fucking uptime to be teaching skateboarding at a super high level. And so if you charge $100 per class, that's $400 a, uh, a day, right? And so that's $2,000 a week. And then let's say there's 12, let's say there's uh, four weeks in a month and that's 12 months. I know it's a little uh, back of the napkin math, but you you basically end up with uh, what is it? Um, uh, twelve. Uh, wait, uh, uh, two thousand, uh, eight thousand a month times twelve. That's one hundred six thousand dollars a year, right? Dude, you you can't fucking you like you cannot in the Bay Area you cannot get ahead for one hundred six thousand dollars a fucking year. You cannot. You can the poverty line for a family of four is one hundred twenty thousand here where I live in California. The poverty line. And, uh, I mean, it, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy how lucky we are when we have people who are really good at their craft, like you in our community and we can get to them. You, you know what I mean? Like yeah, people yeah. in your vicinity, within the vicinity of a great CrossFit coach or a great CrossFit gym, people, it's nuts. Yeah, it's absolutely nuts. It's worth every penny. I'm so glad you sound like you're, you, you've been ex exceedingly successful. A great year. Well, a lot of the world is just, you know, twiddling their thumbs. And I'm so happy to hear your story, dude. Yeah, it's it's been this is uh, so two years during COVID. I worked for my brother, Mike, uh, in the landscaping company that he owns. So when when they shut us down um, during COVID and deemed us uh, unessential to people's lives. Um, you know, we had a good core group of people who would pay for like a Zoom class. And then I felt that I needed to make sure I took care of Tyler because he was my head guy. He'd been there for me from the beginning. Um, so I had him coach all the Zoom classes, made sure that he was able to still make a living. I went and worked for my brother for eight to 12 hour landscape shifts 
for two years and we kept everything going, you know, like kept the classes going. I rented out every single piece of equipment out of that gym so people could take it home and do their Zoom classes. Um, and then uh, this is our first full year back and being in that, like, I'm telling you, Savon, you cut people's grass for two years straight and do that kind of stuff. And then you get back in your affiliate yeah. and you get to do what you love. You'll never, ever go into that gym again in an angry mood or regretting anything you've ever done because uh, it's everything and anything you wanted to do. So this is our first full year back. And just to see how crazy and quick things went from just like kind of breaking even and, and barely, you know, holding on uh, to being profitable and everything kind of, you know, working in the right direction again, it's just a, a testament, I think, to, um, what CrossFit is and the people who, uh, end up being in these communities and, and the, the core of all that, uh, I'm telling you, I, I think if you met me a year ago and you asked me about it, I, I'd be a totally different person, but it's changed, changed me, changed my perspective and how lucky and, uh, grateful I am for every day in that place, man. I tell the I tell people all the time. I write it on our Instagram stories. Like I'll go in on a Sunday and mop that gym down, and I'll post like I'm just so happy to be here. I'm so grateful for each and every one of those people, man. Awesome. The, um, in um in the in the eight years you've owned the affiliate, is it do you have the most clients now that you've ever had? Uh, so right, right before COVID was, we were definitely at our highest point. Um, okay. and we're probably like 90% there now after, awesome. yeah. So it's, it's a good place. And honestly, the, if there's one good thing about COVID, it, it brought out, um, a bunch of people around me who obviously didn't hold the same beliefs that I did and it sifted them out and it got them out of my life. And for that, I'm also forever grateful. Uh, interesting. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. I had a, you know, I had, I had a coach who, uh, lost his mind on me cause I didn't post a black square, um, okay. call, call me all kinds of stuff. You know, it was a rough time during that time. Um, my, my wife, Rach, uh, just had a miscarriage and I have this coach who's, you know, calling me all kinds of things, including a racist because I didn't post a black square and I'm working a 12 hour day landscaping shift. I didn't even know what was going on that day. Yeah, I, I still didn't post a black square, but. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm working so hard that I can't post the black square. I'm sure yeah. you don't understand. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. Hey, dude. Uh, great to meet you. Um, we will post a uh, a link in the show notes. Um, it's already up. Uh, oh, awesome. awesome. Uh, congratulations. Uh, good on you for helping your brother uh, raise money for the dream dealer and, and, and helping the, the, the the school and the gym and whatnot in Haiti. You're a good dude, awesome. and good Thanks and so good luck on that ride. Hey, thank you. I don't want to. What are you gonna do? Nine nine calories a minute sounds um uh, ambitious. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Be a good dude. Uh, I don't get on your dreams. What if you get to twelve hours? So, will you stay on? Yeah, you will stay on. Oh, if I have to, dude, I can. I'm telling you, for those kids, I'll do whatever I gotta do. Um, you might be. I, I did four hours. hours for twenty hours. Who knows? Or I get you another apple bike and I make my brother do something. 
Do you sure. have do you have a plan? Will you lube your thighs and all that? Like, are you prepared oh, for like chafing yeah. and all? You are, okay. So I have bike shorts. I have a uh, endurance bike seat on that Echo bike. I have chafing okay. cream. I have yeah, a chafing. that's right. Yeah, I have a nutrition strategy. Uh, I did a four hours uh, last Saturday at the pace, and I, my last hour was my best hour. So okay. like I'm slowly building up. Uh, I've done a deep dive into ultra endurance training and how they do it, how they cycle, like cycle through their volume. Uh, so I'm doing everything within my power to be able to do, uh, what I say I'm going to do. Um, yeah. yeah. And you want to, you know, you want to tell people how to lose, you know, 10 pounds real quick, just hop on the bike and just don't stop biking. <laughs> hey, what, uh, what's the day you're doing it? Jan- January 20th. It's a Saturday. We're going to go from six to six. Yeah. Okay. If if uh, I, I put a little note here, but if you remember, will you so we can may, maybe we'll check in on you while we're doing the podcast. Yeah, yeah you're doing. I love it. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've been so yeah. stay in touch. Text me anytime. You got my number now. Yeah, perfect. That'd be awesome. And if you have any way of talking to uh, Katie at Rogue, yeah, uh, just to, I just you know, yeah, I've been trying to yeah, I've been trying to get a hold of somebody there that you know might be interested in what we're doing and the fact that I'm. Uh, abusing the crap out of uh, echo bike and what it can handle what's uh, the longest do we know what the longest an echo bike has been ridden i don't know but i know that i'm gonna destroy those hours like, okay i wonder if anyone's ever been on an echo bike for 12 hours i'm not seeing like, anything just quick look i haven't seen anything yet sevi do it on the assault bike while doing the show Man, that's yeah, let's I've go. been on for an hour a few <laughs> times and it's hor- it's horrible. Yeah. All right, brother. Thank you so much. Hey, All you're right. way cooler than I ever, I ever imagined. Thank I always you. dread the affiliate series shows. It, but thank you. Thank you for being oh. so cool. You're a cool dude. Thanks, Savon. I appreciate you guys, man. I like honestly, I listen to you pretty much every day. So this is a real honor for me. Cool. Thanks. Stay in touch. Uh, I I consider you a friend, brother. You're a good dude. Tell your wife what's up. Okay, well. Okay, guys. Ciao. See you, Dan. Good dude. Dan, 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 Dan Thiessen. That's right. CrossFit Radix. Oakville on Oakville, Canada. Outside of Toronto. Doesn't like to wear masks while he works out. I mean, me and him are on the same page. Dad brings home fucking homeless people. What a fucking weirdo. Uh, didn't Rich and the boys do 24 hours outside the Waffle House? They did, but it was like sectioned. Like they did like, I don't think they did it 24 hours straight. I don't think Rich really killed that um that uh bear. You don't think so? No. Why not? I just think it's fake. I think it's a, I think it's a fake. You know, how, like people like airbrush their abs. I think that's a fake. Uh, I think that's not even a real. I think he's just like showing off. You think that's a Chat GPT image, AI image? <laughs> Dude, someone needs to put me over a bear. Can you just ask Chat GPT show someone with a dead bear? God, I'd probably cry if I saw that. Oh my God, I did something so stupid last night. You know how you know how Greg said in last night's show. Greg's like, trust is built through predictability, right? So you trust your weather app on your iPhone because it's predictable. 
or you don't trust it because it's not predictable, right? Trust okay. is just predictability. You trust your wife because she come every night you come home and she's in bed with you. If like for a couple nights a, a week she's not there, like the, and that predictability goes out the door. You start like your trust kind of gets weird, gets a little squirrely, right? Okay. Yeah. So trust and predictability, like they go hand in hand. You see it, right? Right. Yeah. Like I know that my wife will make coffee for me in the morning. So I trust that I'm going to have coffee first thing in the morning. I don't have to make it that kind of thing. Yeah. Or if one day the sun didn't come up, the fucking everyone would panic. Like that would be. Yeah. Fucking- yeah. You predict that the sun will be up. So you trust that it'll be up such trust. It's just like, take it for granted. Okay, so I have yeah. this, so I have this relationship with like, um, Hiller, very, very trustworthy relationship. And last night, as a prank, I posted a video on his YouTube channel. And that's oh. so out of character for me, right? So out of character for me. Like, I can't even, when I did it, I was like, <clears throat> it was like 11 o'clock at night. Like, I'm like, I can't, like, it was a video I posted on my YouTube channel, but I also had access to his YouTube channel from other some other shit we had partnered on before. And so right. I clicked. So I became unpredictable, and it affected our trust. Man, he had to have a stern. He had a, we we had a fucking man to man this morning. Yeah, I bet he wasn't too stoked about that, huh? No, I thought he would. I could. I thought he thought we might think it was funny. But he's a he's a like he's a very disciplined creature of habit, and he has a, a plan for everything. And right. uh, he, he it didn't, man. It was intense. It was it was an intense fifteen minute. Um, fifteen minutes. Yeah, fifteen. Well, I talked to him for probably twenty minutes, but fifteen minutes of it was like five minutes of it was like us, like. But then afterwards, I didn't think it was a big deal. But then afterwards, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Now I'm unpredictable to him, and so I probably damaged a little bit of our trust. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. So now yeah, he- that sucks. I don't, like like, I don't know if he I don't know if he bent me over, but I grabbed my ankles. I felt so bad. He didn't take it so good. He didn't take it bad, but he didn't take it so good. He didn't take it so good. He don't he, probably changed the password on his account. <laughs> I bet you he didn't. Locked you out of the house. Changed the change the locks. Hiller sunned you. What's that mean? Like how to talk to me, son? <laughs> son. <laughs> Yeah. I woke up to a pretty I woke up I wish I could have seen his face when he when he opened his YouTube page and saw it. Yeah, I wonder I how wonder, he even noticed that. I wonder I should call him. I wonder why he didn't think it was an accident. He's very analytical. All that mattered to me was is that he knew that I didn't do it with any like malicious intent. Like Right. Um For now on, I call him Daddy Hiller. (laughs) Let me let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll call him and ask him. Oh, how how did you? How did you not know that it was on purpose and not? Let me call him. Ask him. Maybe he did. Maybe he did know that you were being unpredictable. That you can be unpredictable. Let me see. Oh, he probably. Oh shit, he probably read the comment where you said you did it on purpose. Oh yeah, that's. Fine. That's true. Good point, Pedro. I forgot about I was in the comments too. 
goes, someone wrote. Outed yourself. Someone wrote in the comments, is Hiller testing shorter content? And I write, no, I'm testing our friendship. <laughs> I wrote that in there. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Uh, Cave Dastro. Uh, did Hiller call the cops on you? Like, maybe. What if the cops came to my house and they're like, do you know Andrew Hiller? And he goes, yeah, he's, really, he's reported you for posting on his YouTube channel. No, I think I think we're good. I was also imagining him telling his what his wife, Alexis. Yeah, I think she knows. Dude, what the fuck? Seven posted on my YouTube channel. You think he talked to her first and then called you? He didn't call me. He just sent me a, a text. Oh, yeah. You think he it wasn't, talked to her before? To he the it wasn't harsh like you fucking asshole. He's like, what's up with that? It, uh, when he called and we were talking, I'm like, oh, sorry, dude. I was just fucking around. And I go, you can take it down. He goes, it's down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, go ahead. He's like, it was like it's I'm like, in control of his channel. You can take it down from your channel if you want. Oh, my goodness. But really, the only thing I was thinking about is, is I was thinking about how apropos, 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 it was how germane it was to uh last night's conversation with greg because really um predictability is um apropos apropos with reference to concerning to appropriate to a particular situation yeah it 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 um i did call him he didn't answer um it um because you that that's what makes good that's what allows trust is predictability that's how you trust people if they become if they're predictable. That's the thing too. Um, that's the nuance, by the way. So if you have a friend, some people don't like people who like always lie or who always do things that like they don't like. But as long for me, as long as they're predict like on some level, if they're predictable, it, it, that's the thing with shame on me the first uh, shame on you the first time, shame on me the second time. Like it's okay if you have friends who have behaviors you don't like. You just have to accept them and just know that that's that's part of them. No, I don't. He's not. Um, he, no, he, he should. He, no, he's not really pissed at me. If he was listening, he would probably just come on the show now. He, he can do that. That's the yeah. other thing. He, yeah, it goes he, both ways he, for him. He has. Yeah, yeah. He can come on my show and he can do that. Yeah. I always um, find it interesting that he just doesn't. Maybe I'm sure he's pretty busy, but I always found it funny. Like if we were talking about him and he's like in the comments or like he could just show up whenever if he wanted yeah. to. He had a handful of times I'd say he has. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh Sevon, did you see the new uh, proven um um HQ? No, I didn't. Who cares? I see the sun is out and it's supposed to rain today. Oh really? There's yeah. No, no sun here. This is very interesting. What's today? Thursday. Oh, shut up and scribbles on. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Wow, good on them. That ductwork alone is probably like fifteen grand. 
Wow, that is so beautiful. I'm not a fan of the black, but wow, that is beautiful. Wow, congrats to those were we, guys. Weren't we just talking about how there weren't affiliates that there weren't like black affiliates, like affiliates that painted their walls black? Yeah, 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 yeah. We were just. What do you know? Yeah, Athena Perez. Yeah, that's beautiful. Speaking of darker colors, somebody suggested to me that I paint the ceiling, the wood on the ceiling. And I was like, no, I'm not touching the ceilings. And then they sent me like a bunch of pictures of painted wood ceilings, very similar to mine. I was like, damn, I think you're right. Maybe I will paint it. It could, <laughs> oh, fuck me up. Yeah, yeah, that's that's nice. Um, uh, Dan Guerrero uh, seems a bit tight for space. I think he's being sarcastic, but this, are the ceilings high enough for ropes? Mm, I think so. I don't know. It looks, if anything, they're at least 15 feet. One of those gyms where you have to touch the rafter to make it a full 15-foot rope climb. It does look high enough? I think so. Let's see. There's a person right there. Let's say they're six feet tall. But uh did Pedro um two of those in there? Did 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 Pedro find his dad knocked out? I don't think he found him knocked out. I think he found him with a broken back. Yeah. Oh, he was on his way. Oh. I'm wondering if like he found his dad like just with a broken back on the ground and he had to come save his dad. Looks 20 feet. No shit. All right. <clears throat> I hope his dad's okay. I think Pedro's dad's older or younger than me. I think I'm the same age as John Young's dad. How old are you again? 51. Oh. Uh, oh. You're probably... Older than Pedro's dad. That's weird. I also don't know how old Pedro is. So, oh, five years ago, <laughs> that was five years ago that it happened. Oh, that his dad fell. Yeah. Oh, I had a feeling it wasn't like yesterday. He said it in the chat. Oh. Oh wow, his dad's seventy-five. Oh, your dad's old as shit. Yeah. What the fuck? Wow, his dad's like almost as old as my dad. He said, so you're older for sure. Oh, shut it. Oh, in that chat, he said it. Oh, that was yeah, five yeah. years. That was five years ago. Damn. Jesus, what What are you like? Some you, you were an accident then, Pedro, right? You have a bunch of older siblings. Or he's the only one. I do not fucking look like I'm 75. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Look like a hey, but I have been out with my mom, and people thought we were married. Oh, and that's people, weird. and people do think that my kids are my grandkids. They're they're like tentative on like. I'm guessing Pedro's thirty four. God, I can't imagine having kids at Pedro's age. Holy a disappointing shit. accident, he said. Is Pedro's wife pregnant again? I don't know. Is how about that grill your ass off logo? That's too small. Yeah. It says, it says veteran owned. Texas made. Oh, he's 34. What do you know? My mom does look young. 
My mom does not look like she has a 51-year-old son. Maybe like a 41-year-old son. That'd be crazy if Pedro's mom was Anna Nicole Smith. Wow. Jeez. I told you guys about Paper Street Coffee, the Black Friday sale. I think you mentioned it at the beginning, but... Three teas for the price of one. That's going to be a really small window. Isn't there another promotion for somebody else, too? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, I think for Solverine. Yes, thank you for telling me that. Oh, that's good. That's important. Let me pull up the live call and notes. God, I can't believe how good Dan Thiessen was. He could have been a... Always, all I'd say ninety percent of the affiliate live affiliate shows, the affiliate series shows are good, but I, for some reason I always think they're going to be ass. Um, okay, so Swolverine is get thirty percent off subscriptions to lock a lifetime savings. Holy shit! How do companies do that? I think Gabe does that sometimes too. A lifetime savings? Fuck that. Thirty percent's really? a lot, dude. That's Customers like shipping and tax, probably. 30 percent i don't know inflation that's what i imagine it is uh or customers can get 30 percent off any one-time purchase with code swole friday 223 i don't know does it start now i don't know i have to go to their website and see i just put there there's the i put oh, the search tomorrow oh swole friday Swole. Is that even a word? I mean, I know it's, I know like we use it, but like, if, can you look up the word swole? Swole. Oh. U.S. dialect form of swollen or swelled. Yeah. It's legit. Swole. Hmm. I take the cretin. I take your mom and I take the cretin. The cretin. I, um, sometimes I take too much. I take that, that Crea al alkaline. This one? Mm hmm. And, and I, you know what else I have? I have a bag of, um, I wonder if Swolverine sells it. I have a bag of, um, can you go back and look at the other stuff? What's the stuff that starts with an L? Leucine, maybe. Yeah, there, there's this L-glutamine. Oh, citrulline. I maybe I have citrulline. I think citrulline is what you take, and then you're if you that's I think that's like the new creatine. Really, I think you're supposed to take. I think you're supposed to take citrulline, and then if your body needs creatine, it'll turn into creatine, or if it needs glutamine, it'll turn it into glutamine. Huh. I think I think that's what it is. I can't remember. I looked it up. That might be an Emma Ween's question. Uh, Chad F. It's the current tense of swell. Look at this guy. Wow. Taking shit while holding the hose. Dude, he just did something horrible, right? He like he just did Murph, and he's just like fucking hating life. He's overheating. He is cut he a pipe hose in the back of his shirt. Is he just hosing himself down? Yeah, that's what it looks like. God. Looks like he nicked a pipe or something. I think that might be a fucking big dude, too. Look, you can always tell how big someone is by, like, this spot. Like, if they got a weird one of these. Like your forearm and tricep? 
yeah where the whole fucking elbow meets yeah this thing you know that they got some weird like shit going on like there that dude might be a giant you might have like that tony robbins or he might be juiced up you might have that tony robbins shit he does that dude have a man bun yeah definitely does yeah juiced anytime you see a man bun just think steroids <laughs> oh it's a 172 pound body wow good good blow up good mobility yeah that's pretty good his heels are on the ground yeah i'm fucking two sandwiches away from fucking being bigger than that dude <laughs> two sandwiches probably salami extra salami my gardener just sent me a screenshot of my fucking monthly bill. Fucking hate that. Bills period are sad. I know. I don't even want to open the the I know what it says text message from the gardener. Oh man. Ignacio. Guess what ethnicity he is? He been his people got colonized and now they call them Mexicans. 50 pistachios away. Do I really talk about how much pistachios I eat? I was tripping the other day when the person knew that I have a pistachio problem. Like I, I, I legitimately have a pistachio problem. Do you eat them shelled or like, do you have to take the shells off? No, 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 no. You just get them unshelled and just take a fistful of them. And I buy pounds. I buy pounds of unshelled pistachios. Like I just, and just, with goji berries. I'm a, a fucking I'm in I'm in a really bad I'm in a dry fruit nut fucking tailspin. <laughs> if I yeah. buy one of those like big like two pound bat one what is it like two three pound bags of mangoes, I could eat one of the like yeah. dried mangoes. I can do that yeah. in a day. Oh. Yeah, I got those and I have goji berries and I have and they're 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 not so mine aren't salted. There's no oil or salted on them, but it doesn't even matter. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm sometimes embarrassed when Haley comes in the room and I just have the fucking pound and a half of pistachios and a big old thing of goji berries. <laughs> JR said it's okay, so I just do it. Oh, he does. Uh, JR Howell. Yeah. JR Howell will be like Taylor will just go off on the show and just say the craziest shit. And Jabeg, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. You know, just, you're being yourself. It's cool. It's fine. It's fine. I wonder what uh, Hiller must be with a client. I'm texting. What are you doing, Hiller? What are you doing? Uh, Nuts are meant to be shelled, so you don't need a million of them. What are you doing? They smell dried mangoes at Costco smell like sweaty feet, but family loves them. Yeah, does anybody have any like where you can get mangoes for cheap? Like dried mangoes? Because I feel like a bag of them for $35 is expensive. I know that this, uh, yeah, they are expensive. I know this is, um, I'm a texting machine. You don't even know. I should not be allowed to text. I live on text. I'm like, I am like a 16 year old girl. This is, this is, I know this show is usually just a hundred percent 
positivity. Um, uh, this one's going to break some people's hearts. If you are a Bragg's person, I, I used to work at this place called, um, Sojourn. It was a home. I made That's where I made the movie about uh, developmentally disabled adults and their headquarters was right next to the Bragg's headquarters. And when I say headquarters, they were, our headquarters was a 6,000 square foot building. Theirs was a 6,000 square foot junk building. Both our buildings were junks and they were just on some like country road out in the middle of like Isla Vista, California, south, uh, north of Santa Barbara. And one time when I pulled up there, this Bragg's lady, do you guys know who she is? The Bragg's lady? I forget her name. With the mother? She she wears that hat with all the flowers and shit on it. Yeah. Maybe you could pull a picture of her up. I'll um I'll remove mine. Patricia Bragg. Yes, yes, that's her. Yeah. And so she was out front and I pulled up in my motorhome that I was living in and I was gonna like I pulled it off the driveway of the home for developmentally disabled adults. Yeah. And Patricia was there. Yeah. Yep, and she was wearing that hat. That's exactly what she looked like. Oh, boo, do the other picture where you can see her tits. Find if you can see her tits a little better. And that that's probably like at the Lotus Garden. So anyway, so my my girlfriend at the time was with me, and we jump out of the motorhome to go into a work meeting, and this lady's out front. See if you can put in Patricia Bragg's boobs. And my girlfriend's talking to her at the time. It wasn't Haley. I think Haley May was a maybe in the rotation, but she wasn't like the the, the bad. The, what's it called? The main bitch, the bad bitch, the whatever. And this Patricia Bragg's chicks, this lady, old lady, pulls up her shirt and shows her tits to my girlfriend. And she's like, this is from um, taking a shot of apple cider vinegar every single day. That's why my boobs stay all firm like this. I was like, damn. You got That's any titty shots of her? Does she? Nah. No. no. Granny titties? Nothing. Haley, Haley told me that that lady just died at... Um, Yeah, in August. Yeah, at 94. Yep. I used to uh, use that stuff when I, I had like... <laughs> uh, listen, Travis. I'm fighting Now I'm about to start fighting with Travis from Vindicate. Mm. Jesus Christ. I have these rules. And anyway, Travis got me all distracted. Uh, Travis, if you're inside my head living rent-free, will you tell David to quit smoking in there? I don't want anyone smoking in my head. No smoking. If you're going to live in there rent-free, no smoking. Anyway, so she showed my girlfriend her tits. And, and anyway, so everyone knows about Bragg's. I used to take a shot of uh, cider vinegar in high school. Uh, it was supposed to eat away the food in your belly. How are your tits doing? God, I love that dress. I really like that picture. That chick's hot, right? Eggert. Eggert. I would have so made fun of you in school for having that last name, Eggert. I did have called you Eggie. <laughs> oh. There was a guy, there's a guy at Dan Thiessen's gym who has a third nipple. 
I have oh, yeah. bad news about the brag shit, by the way. I, I, I feel horrible telling you guys this. I want to stay on until Hiller comes on. But I don't think I'm going to make it. I don't think he actually has a third nipple. That do You don't? On what do you left? think that is? Yeah. That's a tattoo. Oh, it is? Yeah, with... Like, it's like lipstick. I oh. Think. All right. <laughs> Um. Oh shit! It backfired. It stunted the growth of her boobs. The shot of uh, apple cider vinegar. Fair enough. Oh, that chick's cool. That chick's funny. Wow. Do you think that the the the, the people in this? I, I bet you the people in this chat have the best sense of humor of any podcast ever. You think so, dude? What that guy said yesterday was fucking crazy. About his chick. About his chick will always look like a hooker. That was nuts. As soon as Eggie's your best joke, you lose. Yeah, I know. I, oh, probably, wait a minute. I think I've met that Magdalene chick. Oh, you have? Yeah, she. her kids stopped me at the games. Oh, that's And cool. they were like, can I have your hat? And I was like, no, this thing is sweaty and disgusting. You don't want it. But I had a, I had a shirt from Travis. He had just given me like a um, CEO shirt. I was like, it's a extra large, and the kids were like, probably like six and nine or something like that, or like they're a little older. I was like, you want it? And he's like, yeah, sure. And then we got a picture, and they're like, thanks, and that was it. Super nice kids, nice oh, lady too. Gave it to someone who fit. Those things are expensive. I know, but I mean, the family got it. Maybe the dad will wear it. Good. I hope so. Good looking family for sure. Uh, Nicole Eggert. How do I know that name? Eggert. I know. I know an Eggert. I think there was a hot chick in my high school with the last name Eggert. Andrea Eggert? No, that's Andrea Eggert. Yeah. I didn't go to high school with her. <laughs> she says. Wow. Wow. You both have met, my, met me in person. My kids are savages. Six-year-olds. They wear it in bed. Wow. That's fantastic. I'm glad it's getting, getting some good use. She was on Baywatch. So this Braggs thing, this is gonna, this is, this is just horrible. Do you do you remember those? Do you remember that stuff that um we we showed? It's called like Apple Ghee or something. It's it's basically this spray that Bill Gates puts on all fruits and vegetables that, he, that it's a company he owns and he wants the spray to be put on all fruits and vegetables. And now the fruit has a sticker on it that shows it's been sprayed with this fruit and yeah. vegetable so that they last longer. It's basically some chemical and they won't tell you what the ingredients are in this chemical that they're spraying on all our food. Okay. <clears throat> well, here we go. Brace yourself that you're not going to like this. My oh here he is here he is. Hey, yo, I'm live on I'm live on the show. Oh, okay. Hey, um, so when Greg was on last night, um, he said that trust is built around uh, predictability, right? That the right. that that you know um uh yeah so 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 in in science the the value of science is in its predictive value the value in studies like and so we're looking for things we can trust right 
And I'm pr- I'm pretty predictable, right? Correct. But last night when I posted that thing on your YouTube channel with that while you were asleep, you were probably cuddling with your wife, thinking the world was a safe place and all. And one, no, of, out. And one of your good buddies is posting shit on your YouTube channel without you knowing. I became unpredictable, and I, I'm just curious the damage that I've done to our trust because of the unpredictableness of my actions. I mean, depends on who you are. So I, I don't, I like sit there for a little bit and I try to figure out how it happened. <clears throat> and, I'm, and I'm thinking, how did you know it wasn't an accident? Cause of what I said in the comments. Um, I don't know if my, I had seen that by the time that my brain had gone the way that it went. Yeah. But basically I just know the way that you work and I know that it was probably a one-off thing and a button click away and it wasn't too big of a deal. So in your understanding of me as a human, you know that there's a little mischievousness in me. So you do you think that maybe you just don't want it? You're too you're t- too attached to me, and you don't want to let our friendship take a damage. So you're giving me a pass. I don't know. If there, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's quite that deep. I just kind of. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if there was. I just knew there was no malintent towards it. So why should I take it personally? It was just like. <laughs> Hey, this is kind of what he does. He was, and then like, I, I had texted you. I just said, "Not cool." And then by the time that you had called me, because I knew you were sleeping, I didn't want to wake you up. But uh, you had called me. And I saw that you had posted it on your channel too. And I go, "Oh, he just was on Streamyard." And I think I recall linking my Streamyard or my YouTube to your Streamyard. And I know, I know it's a button click away, and I knew it was no big deal. I knew it wasn't like you were trying to fuck with me or anything. Now, there's people out there who, if they did that, I would fucking melt them. (laughs) 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 And I heard that, and you're like, so I wasn't even awake when I called you. I just saw your text message, and I basically just like called you as I was stumbling into the kitchen and making my coffee. And it was definitely the most, most intense I'd ever heard you. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't being a dick, but you were, I could tell you were intense. You know, like your lips were pursed pretty tight. Uh, I, I was also pooping. Oh, 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 that makes me feel a little better. Okay, 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 that makes sense. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I was pushing, and that's, you, caught, you caught that. Don't, angry. that like, wasn't cool that you did that. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, that working. we're good. Uh, all right. That's cool. Hey, you know, I didn't hear something crazy. You and I know that there's people that you and I know where if they do that, I think that there was something behind it. Right. I don't, I was just like, oh, he's just messing around. Um, I knew at the time. Don't do it again. (laughs) I knew at the time I shouldn't do it, but I just couldn't resist. I was like, okay, I got to try. Hey, you know what's crazy? I was pooping when we were on the phone this morning, too crazy yeah you poop the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning dude first crazy crazy you want to know the worst thing about my current age yeah i'm, th- I'm, I'm 32 yeah I-, I had this system for the longest time where i'd wake up and work out an hour later but in between the time i'd wake up and when i would work out i'd always had pre-workout and it would make me go to the bathroom and i loved it because like by the time you're working out you're clear 
Yeah. And at this point in time, it, it just doesn't come out the same way. So I'm kind of jealous that the first thing you do when you wake up is you, you empty out. Well, I used to not be that way. It only started happening when I did the podcast. But the thought of doing the podcast, if I didn't poop before I did the podcast, I would probably have anxiety or panic a little bit. I feel like I have to do the podcast with it on an empty colon. Wasn't it you who I was talking to where you didn't, you were trying to convince me that everyone's crapped themselves at some point? Yeah, yeah. And I, and I didn't have any idea how that's possible. Like, how, how do you not have control of your bowels? Oh, yeah, yeah. You've I never woke sh- up the other morning. Ooh. And I, and I like, sat down on the toilet. Yeah. And I just pooped. And I'm like, holy hell, I didn't even know that was coming. And then the first thing I thought is, maybe this is what it's like when you accidentally poop yourself. Yeah. Like, this is the only way it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've gone 32 years of a life and I never experienced it. You've never sharded your, you've never sharded, you've never like a farted and a, a, a poop came out like a rabbit pellet never, or a little spray. Never, never, wow. Wow. But then when I did that, that morning, it was sometime in the past couple of weeks, I thought about that conversation we had and I go, Oh, he wasn't kidding. People do this. And now I know. What if the content I would have posted on your site would have been different? How much did it matter of the kind, what it was as opposed to that? I just did it. Well, you and I had a conversation about that, and I thought it was an interesting conversation, but I wish you would have picked up on the fact that it just wasn't, it wasn't like my sort of thing. I liked it. I liked it coming from you, and it made sense, but it's your thing. Right, 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 right. And and I I don't know if maybe you misconstrued that, or maybe you didn't even remember, but I was like, yeah, it's cool, but I wouldn't say it. (laughs) Right, right, (laughs) right. Yeah. Right. Oh, right you're out. not endorsing. You're not endorsing that Matt Torres is the greatest coach of all time, or currently the oh, greatest yeah, well, coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's definitely true. Right. And, and generally, the way that I go about, I don't know, talking about people like Daniel Brandon. Yeah. I, I don't say they should wipe shit on their under armpits and like. <laughs> oh right, right, <laughs> right. Not that I, not that I have an issue with it. I don't. Right. But generally, I don't just you know put that stuff up. Right. Right. I, yeah, I understand. I, I would actually say that I do endorse that. So maybe, maybe maybe I should have been cool with that being up there, but I also don't think that Matt Torres is the best coach. I actually don't think that there's any quote-unquote great coaches out there. Whoa. I had a conversation with somebody recently about this. I feel like you're letting... Do you have any idea? Do you have any idea what I'm talking about there? Uh, about about the well, I know I know that there's a few people you and I have t- talked about recently who you've told me you don't think are very good coaches. Well, I know Ben Bergeron's not a good coach for 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 for, for the athletes that everyone knows that he's been associated with. He might be a good coach if you are an everyday person walking into the gym. He might be the best coach ever. I don't know, as I've never had the experience, and I don't know anybody who has. But I know that he didn't create Katrin. I know he didn't create Fraser. I know Cole Sager has an entire athletic background behind him and he didn't make him the crossfitter he is. And I think that that's the case with a lot of these coaches out there, especially people like Shane Orr. Like, he didn't create Tia Toomey. <laughs> and and he, he, he certainly can't replicate her. That's been proven. Yeah, but but I don't I don't know if, if that's... Hey, LOL. The... Good one. Good one, Hiller. <laughs> that, that's been proven. Yeah, oh, oh, oh. 
Um, uh, I just got it. Thank you, boys, for catching me up with that. But here's the thing. I don't know if that's the criteria for being a good coach that you have to be make someone, right? So, like, I think that um, what little I know about football, that under the right um, uh, offense, um, Tyson Bajan could go on to be fucking absolutely amazing in the NFL. But with the wrong offense, um, but but no one's going to make him or break him. Or no, no one's going to make him, but someone could break him now. Do you know what I mean? Like, someone could be – I don't think you have to make someone in order to be considered a great coach. You know who Bill Belichick is? Yeah. The conversation about him for the longest time was, was it the chicken before the egg or vice versa with Tom Brady? Right. Like, was Tom Brady making him look good or the other way around? And when Tom Brady left and won a Super Bowl and Belichick's Patriots aren't that great anymore, they're thinking, oh, it was Tom Brady the whole time. But there are coaches out there who elevate teams. And I think it's just the way that you work with your people. Right. So it could be the fact that Tyson does or does not work well with the coach. So it could be that Torres elevated his team. That could be true. Yeah. And that, that might make him the best coach. Right. Now you're on you're on fucking me a little bit. It's the least I could do for what you did to me this morning. <laughs> All right, brother. Good to hear your voice. Thanks for answering. Were you just coaching? I was, yeah. All right. I'll bug you later. Uh, all right. How's the show? Oh, it was good. That dude was way better than I thought. I always dread the fucking affiliate series shows, but that dude's a fucking cool dude. I would hang with that dude, actually. I would let, if that event? dude was my neighbor, I would probably go to his house and like sit on his couch and like fuck with them, like talk to him. And I and I do yeah, not want to do that with anyone. He's doing something to raise money. He's a server. He's a serving dude. He's 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 like he comes from a long history of servers, and he basically his brother's like doing charity work for Haiti, and um and he and he's helping his brother out. He's doing some long ass ride on an echo bike to raise money for it. That was kind of the least interesting thing like about him. Um, even though like I I want to support that about him because it's fucking cool. I just have when I hear charity, I have this kind of like I get triggered by it, adverse reaction. But this dude's cool. Like he, the show started off with him talking about how he trains professional athletes, and I was like, "Hey, do you have any success stories?" And fucking, he lit up like a Christmas tree, dude. And the first story he told is how in the That's last cool. year his dad lost 105 pounds at his gym. I'm like, "Damn, your dad! What a stud to get your dad to do that." You think HQ heard that story? Someone did. I mean, no, actually, I no. I don't think HQ listens. I don't think they're listening. I think at this point they, I don't know. I don't. No. That's cool though, though, because I, I agree with you with the charity deal. Um, charity is one of those things where you can do it and you can do it for the wrong reasons, but it's cool when you can hear people say, and, and they light up when they're doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. I think this guy does his shit for the right reasons. I just always wonder where that money's going and I just don't trust people. I just like doing like, like he told a story on the podcast today where his dad met a homeless guy somewhere and brought him home. And this homeless guy lived with their family for two years until he died of cancer. Like that's fucking charity to me. Uh, that's the kind of charity I like. A homeless guy died. He brought his dad brought a fucking homeless dude home. The homeless guy lived with him That's for two crazy. or three years. I think he started like calling him Uncle Bob and shit. And then the homeless dude died of cancer. 
Hey, dude, I think that that's the premise of some, like, Stranger Things or something. I swear I've seen that on a TV show. Oh, you think Dan's uh, just making uh, shit up? Hey, do you think Froning really killed, you think Froning really killed that, um, um, bear? I'm starting, oh, yeah. I want to send that to Goob and, and have him study the picture. I was thinking that you sh- could do a satire piece on that where, like, you accuse Froning of not really killing the bear because and zoom in on it and show, like, bent shit and stuff. Do you have reason to believe it's not dead? No, no, but I just, it would be awesome if all these people were bent that he killed it. And then you find out he didn't kill it, that he started crying and he couldn't pull the trigger. So they photoshopped it. (laughs) I know you're into comedy a little bit, right? Yeah. You you follow these comedians. Yeah. You know the dude who does the the crowd work? he's, He's younger, maybe upper 20s i think his name is matt right yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. i heard he has a comedy special uh miss riddow elisa car riddow sent it to me yeah i watched that last night and, and somewhere around the 45 minute mark in this comedy special i made a note because something he said there sparked Froning's posts on instagram quite a bit and i wanted to i wanted to do what you what your idea was with dave Chappelle way back when I just have to figure out a way to, to pull it because you can't pull stuff off YouTube without getting banged up. Remember, remember on the Dave Chappelle thing, he had the four things that make you an Instagram or uh, a popular. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, no, that wasn't Dave Chappelle. That was Chris Rock. Yes, but I know you got your black guys got confused. I, I, yeah, I get my comedians messed up. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, and Matt Rife. Right. Yeah, yeah you could. You could be. Um. You could be. Uh. Uh. What what were they? You could you could show your ass. That was one of the ways. You could be like a sex tape, right? Yeah, that was. You could become that's becoming infamous. Yeah, that's like the sex tape. You could be a victim. Something of note. Oh yeah, you could be like be the greatest at something like Serena Williams, or you could play the victim like um uh capper capper dick, or you could or you could do or you could do like three four of them. Like Danny Spiegel's a genius. She does plays. The victim, she shows her ass, and she's fucking amazing at something. Dude, her and um, who's that buddy of yours that I think's not juiced up that you swear to me is not? Street. Street and her should release a sex tape. Oh, man. Or actually, she should go. No offense to Street. She Street should actually release a sex tape with, like, some famous chick. And she should have do it, like, who's the who's, like, oh, you know that new famous uh, basketball player with the – no, nah, it's got to be oh, someone. Something more famous, okay. The dude with the giant, weird, long arms, the seven foot four dude with the eight inch, eight foot arm reach. Him and uh, Danny Spiegel should release a sex tape. That shit would go crazy. That Danny would then could just tell us all the fuck off. Is that dude that popular? He would. He would be if or he fucking banged. If I would love to see that tape. I would love to see him and Spiegel fuck. I'm not even into porn, but I'd be so curious. Like to, like you know, like have you ever watched like r- weird animals fuck, like rhinos fuck? I actually really. That, if there's one thing I don't enjoy looking at, it's probably that animals having sex. Right, it's really weird to me. They're so they're so odd. They always choose the same position. Everyone does doggy style. Horse style. I never. Bear style. Yeah, and you never see you never see animals doing missionary. Like the dudes don't want to look at their chicks. <laughs> I just don't know if their parts work like that. I was gonna say I don't think anatomically they can do that. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, Abdeja says Webby's incredibly popular. Oh my god, Ram- Rambler said Rambler just said missionary position is the best. I've never heard anyone say that. Wow. Of course Rambler did. Yeah, I do too. That means that the people that you had sex with, you probably really like. Yeah, that's fair. The opposite of what you just said. Yeah. Animals don't like looking at the people. Yeah. They're having sex with, not yeah. people, but other animals. Which brings me back to what I was going to say about Twitter. If you roll around Twitter, there's these memes of this dude getting banged by a horse, and I just hate it. What the fuck? The dude getting banged by a horse. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You'll be going through like the comments on a post, and people just post this thing on Twitter. Oh, they think it's funny, and then and they think it's funny because I hate it, and I'm sure a lot of other people hate it. I've never seen anyone get banged by a horse. Don't you love how we went from talking about how Matt Torres isn't the best coach ever to getting banged by a horse? Yeah, but I but I think I think. He 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 might be the best coach ever, but I where I think we settled is you just think there aren't any good coaches that that the bar has been set really low. If there were somebody out there who you would want coaching you, I think Matt Torres would be up with the best of them because he's got the, the proof is in the pudding. Like he's he's got Daniel Brandon. He's got or had Emma Carey come up and through like his program, right? For the most part, James Spray, Dallin Pepper, but they didn't a couple of them come on over from underdog. Daniel Brandon being that person, and I don't know, did Dallin, where did Dallin Pepper come from? Wasn't he working out with Cole Sager? No, dude. You know what? I think he, I think Dallin Pepper, he was a champion as a kid under Torres. Or I know, I think Emma Carey was. I think Emma was with Torres since she'd been like 15. So that sort of stuff talks a lot about the coach, I believe. Yeah. And and especially in the CrossFit world, I mean, hey, people are mediocre athletes and something else. Like Froning's biggest thing was that he was a shitty baseball player his entire life and that he became the best CrossFitter ever. Uh, Matt Fraser was a above-average weightlifter who couldn't even make the American team, and the American team sucks, and then he becomes one of the best crossfitters ever. I think Froning was probably a better baseball player than Matt was a uh, weightlifter. No? No. Oh. Uh, well, it depends. If you take into account the pools that they're playing in, there's way more baseball players out there than there are weightlifters. But right. But I understand Fraser was on the, the Olympic track and just shy of making the U.S. team. And Froning was a D2 baseball player, but there's way more baseball players out there. Right. Yeah, maybe like a, he probably would have been minors or something. Kind of hard to say. And we also know that Tyson was a D2 football player who is now starting on a quarterback. Not anymore, but he has started games as a quarterback. What do you think about people being excited about a 1-7 quarterback to be coming back to the start? Uh, uh, Caleb just said, "What do you think about people being excited about a one and seven quarterback coming back to start?" He's referencing Justin Fields. Did you say Caleb? 
Yeah, you couldn't hear Caleb. Oh no, yeah, you can't hear Caleb. Yeah, he is here. But he can't hear you. My phone's all fucked up, so I'm just I'm just holding my phone on the mic. No, so no one can talk to you but me. My shit's all fucked up, dude. I'm I'm in I'm in communications with Roadcaster now. They want me to send a video showing them like how I set it up. You think, do you think that it's just, I'm a fucking, I'm just not tech savvy or do you think something's wrong with the equipment? Well, they said you, you, for how many of them? Three? Yeah, at least. I feel like I've had seven. I, I think the question is what's more likely that all of their products suck or that you don't know how to work it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'd say maybe there's something wrong with the way that you're doing it. Someone on someone on on the internet said that they got the iPhone 15 hooked up. I heard you say that. Only one person though. Well, how, how long has the iPhone 15 been out long enough for someone to potentially have a roadcaster have issues with it? It's, it's all it's all new. I don't know. That's a good question. Within within two months, you'd have to find forums on that. Yeah. How do you feel about the, the the Bears bringing back a quarterback that's only one five out of thirty? I'm glad I'm glad they're bringing him back. I was watching a video on it, and someone was saying that like, hey, they need to bring him back to assess him. And then someone else is like, fuck that, they already know so, that I respect. But but I'm I'm perfectly okay with it. I'm I may even watch the game. That's hey, funny, I and I don't think his thumbs. I don't think his. Th- what'd you say? I wanted. That's why I wanted to know if you were gonna watch it. Yeah, and I, I don't think his thumbs a hundred percent. I watched him in a press conference yesterday. How did you? How, all right, you watched the press conference. How did you feel about the press conference? I thought it was I thought it was fine, but I don't think his thumbs a hundred percent. You you didn't do what I like to do when you analyze the person being interviewed. Well, I only have one data point. That's the only press conference I've ever seen him do. But they sure did ask him a lot of questions about Tyson. In a world of people where there's people like Justin Medeiros, who every fifth word that they say is like, and Tia Toomey, every other word she says is um, Tyson is on the spectrum of somebody of a Joe Rogan, and Justin Fields is on the spectrum of Justin Medeiros. Hey, in the, and, that's, and that's kind of as far as I think I should go with that. Hey, um, um, hard to listen to him talk. When Medeiros didn't do the like thing when he was talking with Fraser, that video that just you came out. Out of your fucking mind. Oh, he, yes, did? he did. Oh, okay. Did you, did you just kind of black him out? I, I, I well, I, I was on the assault bike and I listened to the first fifteen minutes and I remember consciously thinking, "Oh, I haven't heard him say like yet." It's a fifty-three minute episode, and guess how many times the word like was said? Oh shit. Oh, Nelly. How many? It was more or less than 500. <coughs> Way less than 500. More. You'd, you'd be wrong. Oh, no. Is there a video coming out? More, do you think it was more? Do you think it was more or less than 750? Oh. Way less than 750. 863. What? Wow. In, in, in 53 minutes, dude. What's the what's the likes per minute on that one? 
Uh, I, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, uh, 53 uh, goes into 863. I'm just, I'm doing, I'm just doing it uh, long, no calculator, long, uh, long math. Uh, uh, one um, and, and 53, and then carry the 333 three, three down. And then uh, that goes in um, six, no, uh, five times, which would be uh, 15, carry the 126. I can't 16. believe I still. I can't. Uh, I can't believe I still know how to do uh, long division. Uh, uh, then you carry that to the. Um, uh, that would be eight, and that would be five. Fifty-eight. Uh, Fifteen, uh, and then that goes in one time uh, into uh, fifty-three. Uh, five. Uh, no, fifty. Uh, five. Uh, add a zero. Uh, Fifteen point uh, one. I think it's closer to sixteen. Oh. I, I could be wrong. No, I'm going to use a calculator now. I just did. A, I did back. I did back of the napkin. Like just over sixteen. I did. Sixteen point two eight. That's what I got. Uh, uh, eight, 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 uh, sixty-three divided by um, fifty-three equals oh sixteen point two. Wow, I wasn't even close. Wow. Uh, uh really? Uh, let me see. Let me check my math again here. <laughs> Uh, six times five would be uh, third. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, you, you, did you catch the end of the Madero's cross-dressing video? Yeah, we're yeah. I, I really like that. Where um, he kind of makes uh, Ellie makes fun of him for saying likes, and and he takes it like a champ. When I hear that, it actually makes me really like Justin Madero's. I agree. He does not give a fuck about <laughs> or or he just acted like he didn't give a fuck and then and then afterwards when the camera turned off he fucking bitch slapped her. How did you feel about yeah, right. I don't I don't think he bitch slapped her, but oh. <laughs> how do you feel about on the Fraser podcast he brings up the fact that he'd rather have Fraser there and finish second every year than ever win? Um um I didn't hear that part, but um, I didn't hear that part. I need to see it. I would need to. I well, need what's to. What's interesting is they clipped it. They they clipped it and put it on Instagram. So I, that's what made me go and watch the video. Yeah. Because I think I needed context. Because when I heard it on Instagram, I go, "What the hell does that mean?" He he, he never wanted to win because that's how it sounded on Instagram. The way they clipped it, which made me think they were stupid. And when you hear it in context, it sounds <clears> a little bit better. But in the grand scheme of things, it makes me think he'll just never finish on the podium ever again. Hey, remember what I told you about uh, about uh, fucking with Medeiros and his mom? Do you remember the other? Uh, was that you the other day? I said that too. I was like, yeah, I ain't fucking with them because his mom's in my listens to my show. Right, 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 right. Well, right, she right. just she just commented in the comments. What'd she say? Leave him alone. Yeah. Before I, I know that he says like too much. No, <laughs> no, she said, um, uh, can you please stop Hiller? He speaks, he speaks from the heart and loves CrossFit CrossFit is community. I thought you were good for the sport. Stop bashing athletes for not relating to fitness for things, not related to fitness. But they are the poster children for the sport. Hey, I, I, I can't, I can't facilitate it, but. Boy, that that I sure know, as fuck makes me feel uncomfortable as fuck. 
I mean, Dan Guerrero says Shanna has a good point. It's it's getting awfully petty. I don't think it's petty. I, 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 I mean, it, it's 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 fun. I mean, there's a piece of it that's fucking hilarious that it's 863 likes in 53 minutes. I mean, that's fascinating to me. But but it's also cool that him and Ellie did that thing. I really liked that. Where Justin like took it like a champ, right? Yeah, I thought that I just said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said that. Yeah, yeah. I'm piggybacking off of what you said. I thought it made me really respect him. I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, he has a good sense of humor. Like he's yeah, he has a good sense of humor. And even his girlfriend's making fun of him, and he posted it on his own channel. Yeah, come on, come on. That was the most important part of that whole that whole topic. Uh, Tank Reef says, "Sevy, your badusi is showing." I, I know it's 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 always showing. I know. Sorry, well, here, Caleb. I know. I promised I wouldn't say it. All right. Yeah. Let's just say I'm being petty. <clears throat> Go ahead. Let, let's live in that world for a minute. Okay. How about the other world where you just completely ignore the fact that 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 is something that happens, and every single time he's up there, no one's going to tell him, but everybody's thinking it. Well, that that's true, and and obviously she doesn't like anything negative about her son, and I sure as fuck don't blame her for that, but. <clears throat> yeah, I. Well, what makes it negative? Um, it's just it, it, it. Well, if he was offended by it, it would be negative. Just that maybe it's just a, it's a, it's a, um, it's just an immature trait to say the word like, eight hundred sixty-three times in a fifty-three-minute video. That's it. And by immature, I don't mean like, um, like, Immature in the sense of it's just, he's he's hasn't reached full maturation that it will it will go away with the more reps he gets in. I don't mean immature in the sense the way that I'm immature on this podcast by always talking about boobs and farting sounds. That's a, I'm not talking about that kind of immaturity. I understand that Justin's best thing is his fitness, right? Right. So everything he does is to get bitter. So when I hear him say that on his own channel, where Ellie's making fun of him, acting like he, he's like, 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 right? I, I, I kind of wrap my head around the fact that it doesn't fucking matter to him that he says it because it does because it's not what he's trying to get best at. He's not, he doesn't <clears throat> care about his language. Right. His, his language, filtering out the words and maybe even practicing his his dialogue isn't going to make him fitter in any way. So why does it matter? And the first time that I ever had exposure to this was probably college. And I remember I was in an English class and everyone had to give a presentation. And the teacher legit said, if you repeat the same word more than a couple of times over the series of your presentation, you're going to get this uh, 1% deducted every time you say it. And there were person after person after person would go and give a presentation and they'd have the ums and the likes. And I, I just could not believe that something that important to their overall grade and the, the way that they presented themselves completely went out the door when i hear people like Tia or justin do this i just think that they're they're leaving room for, to, to, to either get a point across better or make themselves look better and i don't like it when people make themselves look bad so you're giving them feedback it's all benevolent yes and but also entertaining at the same time social media and I don't know 
I do enjoy the fact that he, he doesn't care. And, and I, I suppose that Shanna has said, leave him alone, stop talking about it. And now we've talked about it for an extra 10 minutes. That's ac- that's accurate. What's that? That last part? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the way you said it. Yeah, all of it. All right. It's accurate. It's all accurate. Hey, someone said my my shit is so bush league. You don't even know. I have a phone barely propped up against it's so it's so sad. Yeah, they can't even hear me. They oh, the people can hear you. All right, dude. Uh thanks for coming on. Um I'll bug you later. Thank you. Cool. Okay, bye. bye. <clears throat> oh no. Shanna, I think he's gonna make another video. How did he know it was 863? That's a weird that was weird. That made me uncomfortable. I suspect there's all right. Uh uh let's go on to uh, more bad news. Uh, th- I'm gonna play this for you. This sucks. This really sucks. Okay, here we go. Yo. How did I totally miss that this Bragg's apple cider vinegar was purchased by Katy Perry and her husband? And they are teamed up now with Bill Gates? So yeah, Katy Perry, Orlando Bloom, by Bragg's back in 2019. So this happened. Now, what I'm about to show you next is actually the bad part. Okay, this wasn't so bad, but who Katy Perry is doing business with now, y'all be the judge of this. So, you got Katy Perry and her husband Orlando Bloom using Bill Gates' A peel apples to make Bragg's apple cider vinegar. Yeah, that's correct. You heard it correctly. Now, let me let me tell you about it. A peel Bragg's. It's about the use of the monoglycerides and the digoglycerides. I might have butchered that. But these additives are byproducts of oil processing, including partially hydrogenated canola, canola and soybean oils, which contain artificial trans fats and dangerous food ingredients known to cause coronary heart disease and linked to 50,000 other fatal Yo, how did I total dude? This 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 stuff has dick <laughs> dickerides. This stuff has lived on my kitchen counter. Bottles of this for the last ten years. And last night I saw Haley pour it out. <clears throat> so bomb. for the homies. So bombed. What's the what's the alternative? You probably make it yourself. How how many posts does um how many comments does Rich Froning's uh, video have now? Can you see? I looked online. I lo- oh, I think you have to look. I think if that's the kind of thing like you don't get that stat on a computer. I think you have to look on a phone. Uh, Rich Froning, fifty six hundred comments. That's it, dude. That's crazy, bro. He's 7,700 on the bear post. Oh, I see 5,600 on the bear post. I see seven. I got 77, and there's only 1,100 on the elk post. 
Let's look at one where he's like sliding under a. Yeah, and like a regular post of his would have like 48 comments. That's amazing. Yeah, the one where he's doing a elk call has 75. Once of him working out, 52. Yeah, it's a significant uptick. Wild. Did you see? Uh, did you see my response to it? No. What'd you say? Let's see. You know what's crazy? This. Look at look. My mouth looks like a vagina. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Here here we go. This is my response to the uh, froning video. Here we go. I gotta get something off my chest here. Uh, my, uh, this is in response to that Rich Froning video with that bear that he allegedly killed. I'd like to see the whole video, but anyway, uh, my wife was a vegan. You know, she didn't eat any dead animals. And, um, God, I feel horrible for this now. And, uh, I got her pregnant. You know, you know how that happens. And, um, well, I mean, if you don't, I can make a different video, but so I get her pregnant and, uh, immediately she starts eating meat and I can't tell you how many animals have died since then because she turned into a meat eater because I got her pregnant. It's, I don't know. I just I see how angry so many of you are that Rich allegedly killed a bear, but it's really nothing compared to what I did with my penis. I mean, with my bare hands, I've, I've you know, anyway, Thanks for uh, letting me uh, get that off my chest. My penis, my black penis has done way more harm to the animal kingdom than Rich's alleged bear kill. Yes, murderous hog. That's correct. That's correct. <sighs> Yeah, Dan Guerrero, there's a lot of crazy peeps in those comments. Yeah, totally. It is kind of like the that that post of his is kind of what's that called? Like the the is it a dog whistle or it basically summons all the fucking it's he summoned all the retards. There they are for anyone who wants to, you know, gather them up and they, those people need to be just flown on a plane to Kenya and left out there out in the wild on their own for two mo two months. Oh, it's the opposite of a dog whistle. Oh, okay. It's an actual whistle. In in a few minutes, in a few minutes, there will be two gentlemen, one bald, one with hair, coming on this uh, the Sevon podcast to do a show that's called Shut Up and Scribble. It's a weekly show. One of the guys, um, Andrew Hiller, made a video about calling him the greatest coach alive, J.R. Howell. Remember that video? I do. And, and, and now that guy has a show because of Hiller's 
and many people's endorsements. He now has his own show on the most popular podcast channel in the ecosystem, the Sevon Podcast, along with his, um, his protege, his buddy, his bald buddy. Hello, you've reached Andrew Hiller. If you do not leave me a message and or text me about what it is that you are calling for, I will not be getting back to you. I thought you should know that. That's all. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> He's so weird. That's, that is so weird, dude. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, hi. Uh, do you, do, would you, you didn't you make a video saying J.R. Howell's the best coach in CrossFit? <clears throat> yeah, I did. All right, so he's a good one. He is. And well, why is he a good one? I, I don't know. How come? Because we, we could probably use the same stuff that we just talked about to, to define that. He had um, he, he had a games nobody, athlete nobody this knew, year. Nobody knew who Jason Hopper was. Yeah. And then everyone knew who Jason Hopper was. Oh. If you, if you walk into his doors, there's a whole bunch of people that you've never heard of in the CrossFit space, but they're all incredibly fit. Right. So where you have people like Fraser and Froning who are decent athletes, but not the best in their respective areas. You've got a whole bunch of people at JRs who are probably average folk who are incredibly fit because they just believe him. They trust him. And then he's smart as shit. He is smart, that's for sure. And he did have we'll a game. And and he did have a games that I was just gonna. I was just telling them that hey, I'm, I was just about to sign off, and then I remembered, oh, Jr. Howell and Taylor's coming on, and then I was like, oh shit, J he called Jr. the best coach in CrossFit. So I thought I would. You still stand by that? Is that video still relevant? Yeah, that video is still relevant. But the thing is, that sucks. Is I don't think he coaches anybody really he has the neuro he has the chick that was on my show she's cool I, I, I wonder if she's coming back again this year to coach and I, I think he's spread pretty thin there's time is hard to, hard to get between kids um uh the gym competitions and the podcast correct yeah but yeah, I would, I would stick by that. But the thing about like, making that claim is if he's the best or one of the best in the space, nobody can have him. Mm. Right? Mm. <laughs> I mean, Tom Brady is the best quarterback in the NFL. The only, and like, people are okay with not having him because he's just too old. But imagine he's 25. Like, I guess he would still be the best. It would just suck. What if I would have, what if yesterday I would have just changed your profile picture on YouTube? Would that have been less? Uh, oh, yeah, I wouldn't have cared at all about that. Less disturbing. Okay. Right, right. All right. Well, it's the thing. It, it, it's, I think I tried to say this to you. you. You turn on the TV and you go to ESPN and you're expecting sports. Yes. And, and I put a lot of effort into like giving something that's consistent. Yes. 
and it was just inconsistent. So it was almost like I spilt a cup of coffee on your uh, fine uh, suit that you worked so hard to present, a perfectly matching suit. It's forward-facing, and then I came and spilt coffee on it while you were asleep. That works. Oh, yeah. I put a stain on it. It's just it's unacceptable. Okay. It had like 1,200 views, and 1,200 people were like, oh, fuck, what did I just turn on? This, this doesn't. It just doesn't feel right. And the thing that I'm worried about, which is like the biggest worry because it can be overcome, Yeah, is that 1,200 people saw it, and now they're not going to click on the next one. My, right. That, that that's that's probably the biggest issue it's like oh well fuck <laughs> make something that they have to click on no matter what so that that way i get let off the hook and you won't be upset at me for damaging your uh i'm, not, I'm not upset i'm not upset not yet but wait till your next video only gets three thousand views oh yeah then it's all on you <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> what uh what's the what, what do you recommend what do i make a video on I'd prefer to tell you off the air. Oh, why? Because it's the one with Jace. It's the one with um, uh, Madeira saying like 863 times, and I don't want Shanna to think that I'm. <laughs> I'm no, supporting I'm not making a video. I swear, I was actually going to make a, another Instagram thing on that, and I had the whole thing fired up. I was ready to chop it up, and then I I watched that clip on the end of his own video where he's basically cool with it. And I'm like, well, I don't need to do that. He knows. Oh, it could be. Oh, well, you could he make a video. Yeah. Okay. And it's just like it's done. Hey, um, how do you know? How do you know it's 863 likes? Did you ask AI to check that? How do you know that? Well, I'm not telling my secrets. Fair enough. But I can I can guarantee you that's accurate. Dang. <laughs> But, but I'm not telling. I don't want other people. It's, it's a trade secret. I'll tell you. I'll tell you that off the air. Okay. All right. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Uh, shut up and scribble. We'll be on. Do, do we know when, Caleb? Damn, this is a three-hour show. Mm, probably twelve thirty my time. I think that's usually when it's at. Let's see. I don't know. It's not. On the schedule right now, I don't think. It's not? I don't see it. It's not on StreamYard. Shit, maybe they... Oh. They might not have one because uh, Taylor's competition is this weekend. Oh. I think they were going to they were gonna try to, but I wasn't sure if they decided. Well, shit, let's make one more phone call. Cheese dick phone call. The cheese dick with the ghetto setup. Shit, talk about... Um, talk about poor representation. Oh, my God, look at We stayed on just long enough to get $49.99. That's not, hey, you're live on the air. I'm live? Hey, you're not doing a show today? No, we're not doing a show today. Be because of... um. Your competition this weekend? Yeah, I've got a competition tomorrow. Tomorrow? It starts tomorrow, yeah. Three-day comp? Yeah, three-day. Wow. Uh, but you will be coming on the CrossFit Games Update show for an hour tomorrow. Yes, I'm pumped about that. Can people just... We're going to... What? No, you go ahead. No, I was going to say, are we going to do that, that ranking segment? 
What ranking segment? The one I suggested to the group text with me and Pedro. No, I thought it was stupid, whatever it was. No, dude, you did not think it was stupid either. You thought, holy shit, that's a hit. No, let me think. Uh, well, um, no, hold on. We're going to go through every CrossFit Games athlete, and we're gonna, you're going to pull up a picture of the top 40 women and the top 40 men. You're going to pull up their picture, and you're going to say, okay, Pedro Taylor, is this athlete a pussy or a savage? Pussy or mongrel, I think, were the specific words. Oh, I didn't even understand those. Oh, okay. I didn't understand that. I didn't even understand. I don't even know what a mongrel is. I thought a mongrel was like you're a gang member in California, the mongrels. Those are the mongols. We want to go through all the athletes and who. Okay, we got to think of better words then. Okay. <laughs> better words? What's wrong with those words, dude? I don't know. Mongrel? Man. I don't care about that. Okay, dope. Neither do I. What's up? What's up? What are you calling? So, uh, so, so can anyone still enter your competition? Like, can people just walk in and enter it? No, dude. It's all, it's all locked up. It's all closed. Oh, that's dumb. Why is that dumb? I just... Hey, I'm on my email. I'm trying to send an email, and I'm trying to figure out how to add my signature. Are there any... Oh, you, my wife knows how to do all that stuff. Hey, um, are there any competitions where you can just show up and compete? Or are they all fucking like uptight and shit like yours and JR's? Um, well, dude, mine's not that uptight, but like they they would have had to let me know like all the heat sheets. <clears throat> I mean, look, there's probably a handful of people sheets. could probably reach out and be like, hey, can I compete in this division? I'd be like, all right, if there's a spot and somebody just dropped out, sure. Is there money? Can they win money? Yeah, first place in the elite division is going to win $2,000. Oh, shit. So it's not, you know, no small... Who's going to win it? Is there is there some? Is there a ringer already in the group? I think so. There's a guy on the guy's side, Spencer... Handel? No. <laughs> no. Um, fuck, no. Austin Spencer. Sorry. He was, uh, he was eighth at Granite Games when I was there. Eighth. Eighth. Which is, I mean, top ten of the semifinal. That's Why wouldn't good. Hopper just come up there and get your money? Because Jason's a pussy. Wow. That's why we need to do this ranking show on Friday. Wow. Why wouldn't Colton just come up and get it? Oh, he doesn't live there. He lives in Iowa or something. Where does he live? Yeah, it's probably a bit too far for just $2,000. I mean, his trip for him would probably cost him a grand. Right. But for, like, local semifinal athletes, it's pretty, I mean, the $2,000 is nothing to shake a stick at. I don't want you contacting any of my sponsors without asking me first. Me? Yeah. Who are your sponsors? Yeah, good, good answer. Is okay, Vindicate. I already contact him without talking to you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they've, actually, they've actually got a prototype cock ring that they're that they're coming out with for me. Who Toe Spacers um, is? Toe Spacers is? Yeah, yeah, cock ring prototype. It's called Co the Dong Spacer. Cock spacers. <laughs> Oh, God, that's horrible. I wonder what JR's wife thinks about you. Becca loves me. We have a great relationship. I wonder if she uh, thinks like you're just another one of JR's projects. I wonder if she sees you no, as like, no, no, no. like there, you're, the way I ask, he's trying to you domesticate see, you. No, stop. You should see how good I am with Lilia and Quinn, his daughters. They're amazing. The cutest girls ever. Yeah, I'm sure you're good with kids. You're fun. You're the fun uncle, but you, but still, I feel like. JR, JR's wife sees you as a domestication project. Like, you, you put the toilet seat down, shit like that? 
Yes, dude. What are you talking about? Do I put the toy? I pee sitting down. Hey, um, uh, um, uh, do you like Wendy's? Are you asking me if I had to pick a fast food restaurant, would Wendy's be my top pick? God, I forget, I forget how the joke goes. Caleb, can you do it? What do I say to him? Wendy's sucks. What do I say? He can't hear do you. you. Tell me what, what do, do, you, I say? do you like Wendy's? And then he says, yeah. And then you say, or I don't know. And then you say, do you like Wendy's nuts drag across your face? You kind of, oh, do you, hey, so, sorry, sorry. Do you like Wendy's? No. Oh, do you like Wendy's nuts drag across your face? <laughs> yes. <laughs> see i'm holding my phone up to the mic dude this isn't even a real podcast anymore i thought i thought you had i thought you you didn't get your board working no i don't have anything working the only thing we, my penis has killed more fucking animals than rich froning's gun holy sh no it hasn't yeah it has you couldn't kill, you don't even have a gun, dude. You have like an airsoft pistol. You have I turned my pistols. wife into a meat eater, dude, after I fucking gooed her with the baby batter. But she was a vegan before then. I got her I got her pregnant and she turned into a meat eater and and I feel horrible for it. Hey, you gotta go join my do you have Facebook? No. <laughs> you don't have Facebook. No. Shut the fuck up. That's a lie. No, I don't have Facebook. I don't have Facebook. Well, you should go make one. You should join the I, SMTP community group. I don't have time for that. Oh, What's it? Up. How do you You're find it, Taylor? Wrong. You don't have time for that. What's it called, Taylor? My penis could turn a gay man straight. That's a great line. I don't even know if that makes sense. I don't think it does, but I like it. Did someone comment that? Yeah. Who? <laughs> Cave Dastro. Oh my god! Hey, he I don't, I don't have, I don't have Facebook. Uh, Jeremy Ask, World said, "The fuck Ask you Dave, don't." I don't Ask have Facebook. Cave Dastro, how he likes SMTP. Uh, Cave Dastro, how do you like SMTP? He said it broke his vagina. Let me see. I'm gonna type in Sevon Matosian Facebook. Tell him he's an asshole for programming 150 walking lunges. I can't find. Uh, I can't find it. All right, I gotta go back to work. I love you, and I'll see you tomorrow evening. Okay, bye. Love you too. Bye. Um, I, I, th that may, might actually, there is maybe I do have a Facebook, but, but I think it's only used for this podcast to go on to or something like that. Because sometimes, yeah. yeah. But I don't, I, I don't know how to use it or go over there. I've never made like, I've never purposely made a post on Facebook. The only, you know what I do wish I, when people talk about this thing called um, oh by the way thank you for the guy who gave the money that's crazy money thank you Adam A Thompson Anthony Thompson Andrew Thompson and Aunt Thompson with the hot girls Thompson at the beach um there's this thing called Facebook Marketplace do you know what that is yeah I use it all the time yeah that that when I hear people talk about that my I'm like ooh I bet you I can make a killing on that. For sure. Yeah, I've sold a lot of the stuff that I found in the in the Shattican uh, on Facebook Marketplace. You get a lot of response from it. Yeah, I like that. What Sevon Matosians always sex messages me from Facebook? Oh. <laughs> Amanda. Oh, Amanda Thompson. 
Oh, you're one of the hot chicks? I thought for sure you were one of the dudes. Pedro, I have I found two dead mice yesterday when I was cleaning out the air ducts. So I'll throw them up on Facebook Marketplace probably later today. I parked my van at Greg's house. I was there for a couple fucking hours. His kids were playing in the woodshed and they were bringing wood out to the chimenea. This is a month ago. I'm sure I've told this story already. When they ran back from the woodshed, Greg's son says to me, dude, I saw a fucking big old rat in the fucking woodshed. It's like, no shit. And he goes, yeah. And Avi's like, yeah, we opened it up and he was jumping around and shit. It's late, 8.30. I'm like, okay, everyone get in the car. Babe, get in the car. Later, Greg. See you in the morning. Come over. It's like, yeah, later, dude. And I turn on my, I, I get in my car. And my fan's always going in my car because I just have the auto button on. You know what I mean? The temperature fan. The, 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 yeah. The whatever the temperature regulator is for your car. And it's like, I hear this. And I turn the fan on full speed and the whole fucking front of the car starts shaking. And the whole dashboard, not the whole car, just the whole dashboard starts shaking. And so I turn the fan back down to one and I hear like something turning in there. And you know, like when something is spinning and it's out of equilibrium. Yep. It causes a vibration. Turn off the fan, turn everything off. I get home. And every day for the next three days, my wife's like, hey, man, you got to take that car in. Hey, man, you got to take that car in. Hey, fourth day, she goes, hey, man, the van stinks. And I go out to the van and it smells like death. So I drive the van down to the Toyota dealership and I'm like, hey, so I think something died in my, my vent. The guy's like, okay. He calls me back an hour later and he goes, we pulled the rat out. We, we. sanitize this we sanitize that we changed your cabin filter it's going to be 958 dollars what then he goes for a little bit more this we can make it so rat rodents can't get into your car ever again i go how he's like we put a screen up where they climb in oh so they know where they're climbing in i said okay cool i come to pick the car up Three hours later, $1,549. You think it's cheap to party with Greg? You think it's cheap? A little bit more. Only a little bit more. $700 more. $1,549 to, to clean a rat out. Fuck that. Nope. 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 Oh, Thompson was a Thompson was a dude in this now. I checked. <laughs> oh, no. Fucking rat. I typed in Seb Amatosi in Facebook and all this shit popped up that I want to click, but I just don't go to Facebook. Oh. Nope. I still don't see my. I don't see a, uh, the whole. Fr I don't see a. I don't see. I don't think. I don't see my account. I don't think. I don't see an account that says Seb Amatosi. There are a lot of Sevons that live in uh, Paris currently. No shit. Oh, I definitely found your Facebook. Oh, you did? Oh, pull it up. Let me see what, what's what's going on on there. Is Nothing. it this show right? Nothing? Like your personal Facebook. Have I ever posted anything on there? Just your profile picture. 
Oh, wait, let me see that. Let me see. I have 15 friends. Did I have to accept those? Yeah. I don't even know who some of those people are. Huh. Oh, Josh Honeycutt. That's an affiliate owner. Can you add him? You already. Oh, I thought it was. Can you click add? No. Oh. oh, if I did, it would add to my Facebook. Oh. <laughs> don't even bother. I'm not. I'm, I don't even. I don't know anything about any of that. <clears throat> okay. That's it. Jeff, were you here? Jeff, were you here for the uh, when Shanna told uh, Andrew to stop picking on her son? Stop making. That was that was fucking wild. I'd rather talk about like animals having sex than deal with that. I feel her on that. I, I'd be like, I'd go over to Hiller's house. I'd go. I'd call Hiller's dad. I'd have a talk with his fucking dad. I'd call his dad. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Mr. What's his last name? Oh, that is his last name. Hiller. Mr. Hiller. Hi, this is Shanna Medeiros. Oh, hi, Shanna. Do, do I know you? Yeah. Well, if you don't, you're about to. Your son is naughty on the internet. Oh, uh, Miss Medeiros, uh, my son has a slight case of Asperger's. I don't give a rat's ass. I need. A, I should be using a girl's voice for her, right? I don't give a oh, rat's ass, Mister Hiller. That's better. Yeah. Your son is a an internet. He makes he makes his living being an internet bully. Bully. He makes his uh, Miss Medeiros uh, uh, settle down, please. Um, I'm 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 old, and I and I ran out of TRT. Um. Can we have this call next week after I got back on my cycle again? No, you're going to talk to me right now. Oh, okay, Miss uh, Medeiros. Um, what is, exactly has my son done? You, you know he's over 21 and moved out of the house a weeks ago. He He's making videos that take a compilation of words that my son has said and put them in a line. Um, okay, Miss Medeiros, I'll, I'll have a talk with him. Uh, 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 Andrew, no more compilation videos of Miss Medeiros's son. Yeah, okay. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Hiller. It's the only sound effect I have. <laughs> Adam Blakesley, solid three hours coming off a late night show. Boy, I hate it. I hate doing late night shows. Dude, it's her son. Cave Dastro, Shannon doesn't know how the internet works. Dude, it's her fucking son. She can do whatever she wants. Oh, shit. Nikki Haley's daughter's 25. 
Uh, bro, parenting, uh, parent speaking for kids is the worst thing ever. That scene where Nikki Haley took offense to Vivek mentioning her 25 year old daughter was pathetic. Yeah, that was pathetic. But listen, I need to work on my Shanna voice. All right, fine. Uh, listen, um, this is different. This is different. These people have all met each other. This is like, we got something weird going on here. This whole CrossFit community and this podcast and all that. Oh, shit. Her, her daughter's, uh, uh yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. She had it going on. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, she's married? What a mess. Do not get married at 25. She looks like a Disney adult. Oh, this is interesting. There, there's a excuse me. There, wow, I clicked on inst, I saw my name. When I typed in Sevon Matosian Facebook, the, this Instagram site account popped up, and it's my Instagram account, but in a foreign language. Wow, that's crazy. All right. Caleb, how old were you when you got married? Uh... 24 holy shit you're crazy i mean oh congratulations that's cool you're gonna have a long Got happy life together extremely lucky that's for sure there you go all right and you weren't gonna fuck that up no way janelle got married at 23 i like this uh, t t the 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 taxidermy guys like your brain wasn't fully developed. Oh, you got a colonoscopy! Congratulations! I'm glad it went well. I should probably get one of those. No, I did not have a mustache in my wedding pictures. Clean shaven, actually not even clean. I think I still had scruff. As opposed to Cave Dastro, Sevy thinks sleeping with a thousand chicks before you get married is a good idea. You mean as opposed to after you're married? Jackass. Wow. Wow. This is the fucking best comment of the day. Not a taxidermy deer. I sliced my finger open mounting a 14-point buck. I don't even know what that means, but I think that's true. He's basically he cut his finger open while um that dude that dude I guess works with dead animals. Turns them into stuffed animals. He turns dead animals into kids' toys. <laughs> into into wall mounts. 
14, like a point is how many points on the antlers there are, I think. How come those oh. ones on the top got like barnacles and shit growing on them and the rest don't? You see that? Right like, here. Moss and shit, yeah. I think it's an age thing. Like as, as they get older, they start to develop like imperfections in the antlers. It's just a buildup of uh, tissue or something because the antlers were like mold. What did he slice his finger on? You think like he had a, you think he had an, he did it himself with like his knife or you think that some part of the deer sliced him open? Probably an antler. An antler? Yeah. Those things are sharp. Wow. Mason Mitchell is not 45. Yeah, he is. He is? Yeah, he told me that. I met him at Rogue. And I, just... I thought he seriously. I thought he was fucking eighteen. No, I didn't believe him either. He's like, I swear to God, they must lose their antlers every year because they got a pile of them at the pet store that you can buy to feed your dog. Unless they're just killing millions of deers. Those are so expensive too. Yeah. Does he say? Uh, d- does he say how he cut himself open? No, he hasn't said yet. Hey, dude, how'd you cut yourself open with with your knife? With just poor wielding of the knife, the tools, or the the antler? Yeah, Machen Mitchell. Yeah, twenty seven max. I agree. You saw this dude in person, this Mason. Mason Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. Could he be forty five? No. Oh. Oh. Like just the way he does. He looks incredibly young. The drinking water Mississippi is tainted and caused Mason to reverse age. He keeps commenting, but he still hasn't told us how he cut his finger. Christ, I'm out of here. What's the longest show we ever did? What's going on? Oh, I, I wonder what my wife is. is my, my wife hasn't texted me this morning. I wonder if everything's okay. What's today? Thursday? Thursday. Do you know I have a sister? No. Wait, you have a sister? Yeah, did you know that? Yeah. She DMs me every once in a while and just talks about stuff. It's kind of funny. Hello. Hi, is it is it raining? Uh, no, it's not. Oh, I'm going to take the boys out. <clears throat> cool. Okay. All right. Where are you going to go? I don't know. Do you want to come? Um, yeah. Okay. I'll be out in a minute. My son is the same age as Caleb, and my daughters are 30. Holy shit. That's crazy. That's wild. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. I think Haley posted that it was your anniversary. No shit. Check to make sure. We don't, that would be ridiculous if she did that. We don't, oh. We don't, we don't even, we don't have, oh my God. Is she out of her fucking mind? What's happened to my wife? (laughs) You guys are so cute. My mom said she'd give us $50,000 if we got married. That's why we did it. What? No, I'm joking. (laughs) 
This is crazy. Uh, white wedding part one to the day we got married. No shit. She asked me yesterday if I wanted to go to dinner tonight. I wonder why. I was like, what for? You don't just go on dates with your wife every once in a while? Fuck no. Wow. You should do that more often. No. The kids have my anniversary next week. The kids have to come. We're going. What's your What's your mom watch them? I'll buy a tree for myself and plant it in the yard and tell her when that I bought it for her. <laughs> Done fucked up now. Look at all these apples I'm telling that you. I got she, for you. She's so cool. She has to pay the price for um all the animals she killed since she got pregnant. <laughs> Dude, that's a courthouse wedding right there. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's in the courthouse. They got that little letter like, hey, do you want to take a picture there? And she's pregnant with twins. Little White Chapel or whatever. God, I look like I'm a fucking mess. I don't even have my shirt tucked in. I'm wearing fucking tennis shoes. Yeah, you're wearing nanos, you fucking dork. <laughs> my wedding, I'm wearing nanos. <laughs> okay, Rich. God damn. The lady who got us married was Chinese. Like she just like, and she gave us some Chinese blessing. Her English was fucked up. I was so amused by it. Oh, you, you want to marry? You say, I do. I was like, all right, I do. (laughs) Have a nice day. Thank you for coming. It was long too. It was long. It's like five or 10 minutes of just fucking us having to repeat shit. She was pretty cool. She took it seriously. She was all smiley and shit. Like she was happy to be there to witness our wedding. We had, cool. mo- we had to bring my we had to bring my mom. We had we needed a witness. Yeah. Did anybody object to the marriage? No, no, probably Avi. <laughs> <laughs> I I'll get a mounted fox squirrel on the way to you. So it's a little hands can hold your wedding bands when you take them off your finger. You can he can watch over you. If you, if you I will put a uh, if you give me a stuffed squirrel, I'll put them back there. That's for sure. Especially if you stuffed it yourself. It probably was Judy's cousin. Probably was Judy. Have a better Asian accent. Yeah, I mean, I've been with her. We've probably only been married seven years. Not very long. Relative to how long I've been with her. I mean, I saw her naked a long time ago. Many, many moons ago. God, I still have all those clothes. I still have those nanos. That's not cool that she posted that. I have a talk with her. I didn't even know Haley had an Instagram. Oh my God. All right. Thanks guys. Have a good day. 
uh, I don't even know who we have. Oh, there's no show tomorrow. I don't know what's going on tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm going to, no, Friday. There is a show tomorrow. Oh, oh, we have another affiliate owner tomorrow from San Francisco. Yeah, that should be crazy. Because, you know, we got Xi Jinping and Joe Biden in the city. Sick. Oh. Uh. Bye-bye.